is uh, the mouth of the Midwest not joining us? I haven't. I got to text him. <coughs> but um, I got to say, why isn't what's his? I thought they were trying to get um Will Osprey to wrestle Kenny Omega at. Well, that's uh, that's for this one. This was like the original Forbidden Door. Was it was supposed to be Zack Saber Junior versus Danielson, and Danielson got hurt. But he's not wrestling. He's not. He's not wrestling Will Osprey. Uh, Kenny Omega. He's we, like I don't know who Will Osprey is wrestling. If he's wrestling anyone, I'm not sure. It's uh Kenny Omega versus. Let me see. Which is which is a letdown because they need to do the rubber match. Like you have FTR and the Young Bucks doing their rubber match. Like you know, it's the you know the third match in the series, and yeah. everybody wants to see Osprey versus Omega, but they're not doing it for some stupid reason. Yeah, well, they're not gonna shit on them like like they shit on WWE when shit like this happens. <laughs> if that happened WWE, why are they doing this? Ah! <laughs> no, a lot, a lot of people are questioning, like, what, what the hell? Like, it's and it's in England. Like, you have England's biggest star, and you're not putting him in a like the highest caliber match. Seriously, that's just idiotic. Doesn't make any sense. I, I don't even care. Like, the, you don't even have to do a storyline build up. The storyline's been going on for years. Yeah. Even outside the company, like that goes, you know, back to just them being in New Japan, which and they always put on a banger of a match. It's it's yeah. just it's that's easy. There must be some issue. Maybe someone's injured. I don't. I don't think they are. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what the issue is, but because I think they're, I think they might both still be in other matches. Yeah, I think they're like tag matches or something. I don't know. You can't put those guys in. Well, maybe there's. I don't know. It's weird. It's like Ozzy op- opens against MJF and Adam Cole, which is probably I, I will say this for AEW that that um whatever that random tag team tournament was was actually pretty great. Yeah, there, mean, was some, there were some mismatch like like duos that were actually pretty good. Like I actually liked uh Matt Menard and the Butcher because they, they they made like some weird like sex and meat like uh. Like promo comments, they were right. just like, "I'd actually watch this tag team. This would actually be kind of fun." Yeah, that's the thing that 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 created uh, MJF and Adam, Adam Cole, right? Yeah, and it, it honestly, it's been great. Yeah, it's the best thing they got going right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 gold. What that's did, sports did, entertainment. Because like, I think, <laughs> they're, yeah, there's so they're supposed to be going against Aussie Open, but I thought that they were doing the championship match. At all in, and then all of a sudden they're going against Aussie Open for their ROH titles. Oh, they're not. They're not doing the championship match. See, that's that's the thing. Like all in and all out are like a week apart. So yeah. I'm honestly I can't remember which one's happening where, but I'm pretty sure all in is now MJF and Adam Cole versus Aussie Open for the ROH tag titles. Wait, so all in is the one in England, right? Right. All right. At Wembley. At, like that's. That's probably gonna outdraw all their other live events of the Dude, that's not <laughs> drawing everybody's live events. <laughs> but that's it. Like they're they're like their regular ones aren't drawing shit. Yeah. They're tarping off tops of arenas, which is weird. I think it's like they're doing too much now. It's, it's too much to try to keep up with. Yeah. And until they do like a, a hard brand split, it's gonna be like that. Because you have to like distinguish, all right, who's gonna be where? And they're trying to be kind of like weirdly vague about it, but it needs to just happen now. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at the matches listed. At, so you got Ozzy Open versus MJF and Adam Cole. That's all all in match. Uh-huh. And it still lists MJS versus Adam Cole for the championship for all in as well. Huh. That's interesting. Weird. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah, there's there's five there's five matches listed. Ozzy Open versus MJF and Adam Cole. FTR versus the Young Bucks. Um Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm versus Soraya versus Dr. Britt Baker. Four way titles match for the women's title. Speaking um, of that, they were talking about that top thirty under thirty, mm-hmm. and Jim Cornette and the guy who hosts with them were going through it, and like they were like, twenty one to twenty three is three Japanese guys you've never heard of. <laughs> 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 it was kind of a, kind of hilarious, but MJF was number one on this list, which he was fine with. I get that, but he but MJF's was, like he's he's the that's why MJF is kind of like the best wrestler of current times because he's. He's liked by the old heads. He's liked by the new kids. He's liked by everybody because his heel work is just undeniable. Yeah. You know, probably hates MJF right now. CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> like he'd Why? be the star. He'd be the star if MJF didn't exist. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he is probably really jealous of him knowing that. <clears throat> <dude>. <clears throat> it's, like, it's like congratulations, CM Punk. You're Cody Rhodes in AEW. <laughs> yeah. MJF is Roman Reigns and you're Cody Rhodes. No matter what, you're always second fiddle. <laughs> that's that's what you get for being a secret sipper. Damn, went there. Being a what? <laughs> secret sip, secret sipper. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, they did that whole X over the championship. I was like, but what about Yo. that one time? Yeah, he did right, he X, like, X the he's belt. Like, oh, I, I X the belt on straight edge. It means I'm better than you. What about that one time? What about that one like, time you weren't? What about that edge break? Because you're you're so edge that you can just you secret tip. <laughs> yeah, you you can turn it on and off. Like, yeah. I I still think unless unless Brody King is sold out, who knows? I still think that they should do a fucking series with those two as the like good guy posse edge and the like dark side asshole edge. Who's the dark side? Then you side got asshole. Darby Allen too. Darby Allen straight edge too. Yeah, is he? Yeah, <clears throat> maybe it could be like a three way like the like. The real straight edge society, the, ass, the, the asshole militant edge, Brody King, the like posse edge, uh, Darby Allen, and then the like mainstream edge, CM Punk. Man, that was like the first appearance of like Dominic Mysterio, right? With the straight edge society, that was like was the it? first, yeah, that like, like Mysterio's whole family was in that. That was mm. so good, they fucked it up. Like that no, was they, also that, they also did that uh Jericho and CM Punk when he was in Straight Edge Society because he poured beer on them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think I think Chris Jericho was basically saying like what basically is reality. And I was like, You're not straight edge. Everyone knows <laughs> <you're straight> edge. <laughs> it's funny because like uh, the the uh what is it, the Viking Raiders? Yeah. At least the one dude is like legitimately a straight edge hardcore kid, even though yeah, he's like he super into weirdo north shit now. Yeah, and I commented on when they when they showed the like him with beer bashing with Steve Austin. I was like edge watching. He was and he like I forget what he said, but it was the right thing. He's like beer bath isn't drinking, you know. Or when I was like, you know, I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, you're fine. You're fucking straight edge. Like you're not like yeah, you give a shit. I mean, he's, yeah. a, he's a straight edge. He's a straight edge Ohio dude. He, he, yeah, <laughs> he, he may he may possibly be low key CC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what's up? I'm pretty you sure all those dudes know him too. I was like, wonder if I'm I ever sure. met him because I played in Ohio a lot back in the day. I'm you sure see that one that. guy who's I think who's possibly Kurt or CC who uh, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. His name is like X Pokey X. He is. And I know he was on. I do not. He was on like uh, reality TV shows and stuff. Yeah, he's a, he's an actor. He was um yeah. he was on Is it K I E or K E Y? K E Y. K E Y. Yeah, Pokey Spears is his name. Yeah, um I I used to play with his brother's band a, a few times and I have known him for years. Yeah, that dude is nice. We need some real deal people in there. We got to infiltrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like I think there's a couple other straight edge wrestlers and I can't really think of it right now. Yeah. Who are like legitimately straight edge or yeah no not yeah not like a gimmick straight edge. edge they're actually straight edge in real life okay IRL straight edge <laughs> IRL straight edge <laughs> to make some t-shirts IRL straight edge <laughs> or Chris Chris why don't you have one of those uh, uh um uh World on Fire t-shirts they've got the uh, NWO t-shirts <laughs> have you seen them oh uh, no I have not. it looks awesome. Yeah, they have. Oh, Fletcher, Fletcher sent, sent it to me. I was like, "Oh, that's dope." <laughs> I'm I'm not local anymore. Like, I don't get anything cool because. Uh, <laughs> and he made those shirts. And he didn't tell Dan Cross that they were making those shirts, and Dan Cross just shook his head when he saw them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of awesome. Kind of awesome. I haven't. Have you heard, have you heard from Larry at all? No, but uh, I no, I have not. I might. Bring in the hold on. We can start talking. There's a there's a what culture uh top ten wrestlers who are who are, are totally straight edge. Is there? Yeah, I, I just pulled it up. Really? Uh, Is Sam Punk on the list? Uh so it's going from ten and going up. Uh number ten's Matt Cross. He's a, okay. he's an independent wrestler. I think I remember uh, him. Sammy Sammy Guevara is listed on here. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, let's see who's next. That's number nine. Darby Allen's number eight, which I mean, he's been very open about that from like get go. Yeah, uh, I think. See, that's the, this is the thing. Like they're calling them straight edge, but I think it's like just people who don't drink or smoke. But like that, that's that was my point. Yeah, yeah Austin Theory is know, that way. Like there's only there's only so many of these that I know that are actually who claim straight edge. Like Darby Allen is actually straight edge. Yeah, I think Austin Theory is. So Austin Theory is straight edge. I, I saw that in that um that documentary series I sent to you guys. Is he a hardcore kid though? Uh, can you be straight edge without being a hardcore kid? That's, like, that's, that's kind yeah. of the point I was making. Yeah, I agree with you. That is a good question because like there's like the whole sober society now, which I think is actually really cool for you know people outside of hardcore. Yeah, it's nice to see that being more of a valued thing now, where people just like I don't. Like I want to hang out, but I don't necessarily want to get like blitzed out of my mind just to go hang out with people. Seriously, uh, Viking Raiders are listed on here. I think actually both those dudes are actually straight edge too. Nice. Let's see who else? Kenny Omega. I'm looking at the same list. Yeah, yeah. Kenny, Kenny Omega, Omega, I know doesn't he? They, like none of those dudes. Like I know Young Bucks and Omega. Like they don't drink or do drugs. But are they Again, straight edge? I don't think like, there's none of them have ever said they're straight edge. Okay. The, the young, young bucks, bucks just say, you know, ones. we're Christian AF. <laughs> Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. What? Jerry Lawler is not. 
Maybe he's like he's James definitely not Hetfield straight edge, but I think he's probably like AA sober. Yeah. Exactly. I was gonna say he's like James Hetfield, like saying I'm like reborn straight edge. I'm like, what the hell is that? I don't even think it's that. I think he's just like I mean, according to this, he says he never did anything. Jerry Lawler? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I, I think I just assumed he drank. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, me yeah, too. He's like, I don't, I've never done anything. I'm just an absolute shithead to women. <laughs> <laughs> but he did do a collab with a beer, Jerry the King Lager, so he's not straight edge. Jerry the King Lager. Nice. Daniel Bryan's on this list, which, I mean, he's, he he's is vegan, vegan, but I don't know and... if he's, I don't think he's straight edge, though. Seems like a hippie. And the number one is punk, which. Which we all know is he really is. I mean, true. he had the whole Earth title. I think Daniel Bryan's just a hippie <laughs> with his belt. That, that was the best belt ever, though. The Daniel Bryan. It was so ugly. Belt. It was awesome. I hated Come it. On. I absolutely hated it. <laughs> <laughs> the eco-friendly title. I was like, oh, who chose these colors? Just <laughs> brown. Daniel Bryan, the king. So I haven't heard from, haven't heard from the, the Larry. I guess we're not. I guess we're going without Larry. And so, we could throw some of this stuff in our in our beginning too. Uh, so, we were. I was looking at. Uh, I was wa- listening to Jim Cornette talk about that uh, WWE lawsuit, and apparently that company. Oh, with uh, MLW. Those guys are pieces of freaking shit. Like those guys, they'll sign Ooh. wrestlers. So they can sue MLW. So they can sue the companies that try to pick them up. Basically, that's a, that's what they do. Like that's oh, their shtick. That's their shtick. They sign wrestlers that may have a little bit of like, you know, might have like they may get signed by a bigger company, but they find them first, and then they're like, oh, we'll sign you. And then they'll have to like do all this shit to get you out of the contract. Basically, that was actually the um that was the first place I saw MJF. Like I, I had like um fight. TV or whatever, mm-hmm. and they had like free MLW stuff on there, and like I, I'd seen like some other people that used to be in like WWE and like Impact and stuff, like um, uh, low key. You ever see low key? You mean he's like a, he's a pretty good like technical and kind of cruiserweight kind isn't of. Isn't that wrestler. the guy who was on? He was but on I saw uh, NGF. Wasn't he on NXT? Um, isn't that Kavala? He might have been at one point. I I think he did some time here and there. I think that's isn't he the same as Caval? Loki? Hold on. Uh, that's a good question. He won like the second um the second um NXT. Was it called NXT when they had the game? Yeah, he was he was Caval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to that dude. Like he, after that he just kinda of disappeared. Yeah, he, he went back to like more independent wrestling and he was an he's an M he was an MLW. Yeah. Um but I mean, he's a he's a good wrestler, but he just never gets he never really gets above a certain level, so he winds up just going to smaller companies. Yeah, he won that thing, and then he like kind of was like, ah, this ain't for me. Fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he got out. He got out. But um, the first the first time I saw MJF was in he was in MLW for a while. Yeah. And I mean, I saw him in all the original All In. I was like, who is this douche? <laughs> <laughs> and now look at him. And I mean, he's he's had that attitude even like his whole independent career. Like he's always been that dude. Like he yeah. was doing the I'm MJF and I'm better than you, and you know it. Like he, that's 
he's been doing that since the independence. Like he's yeah. uh he's just had that mentality and it I mean it paid off, so <laughs> he's like but he's like at the level in AEW where like who else should be the champion except for him? Like he's like he's it. Like yeah. like he's like he's bigger, he's he's got he's like a bigger personality than anyone else in that in that uh in that company, like by a mile. Like I can't like, you know, it's crazy like how he's like that. But, the only way he's losing the title is if it's like if it's him turning face and someone else coming up as a heel. Yeah. The Sam Punk still have his title on the other show? He well, yeah, he did that whole he finally took the, the title out the bag and he like exited and he was like made this whole straight edge speech and like I'm the real champion and it's like so they're probably gonna create a second title is what I'm guessing they're gonna do. They're gonna so they can do the hard brand split. Yeah. It's funny, their show is going to be going against their other show in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> well, they probably won't. They, I'm sure they probably won't have, like, Collision the night that they have All Out. Yeah. Or All In. Somebody was talking about they should make that the pre-show. Because like, they, 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 have, they have people from both shows on those. On those. Yeah. yeah. And they tape Collision, right? Yeah. Yeah, Collision's taped, so they what it is you know collision has had some good matches and i actually kind of like the vibe of collision better than dynamite yeah well saturday nights are tough though it, it is I, I like the like i like the vibe of the show like like that's pretty much where like house of black is primarily now yeah and i think they i, I think i read something about malachi black wanting to do the hard split he's like if we're gonna be on collision like house of black should just be on collision like not on dynamite and collision yeah, and I, I think they're gonna they're gonna have to like like Andrade's been mainly on Collision. He's had some good matches on on there too. Yeah, Andrade El Idolo. Yeah, he's had his whole spiel with uh with <laughs> Black because they stole his mask. Oh yeah. So him and him and Buddy had a had a good ladder match. It was pretty brutal. I'll have to watch. I'll have to watch some. Re, I'll have to watch the recaps and then maybe check out some stuff. But they did they not have anything on streaming anywhere? Like you can't watch um, it. Like they, they they do they do the replays on like Hulu, like just okay. like Dynamite and Rampage and all. Okay. So like I... when it when it first came out, it was like it, I wouldn't get the replays until like a like two days later they would finally put it up or something. Yeah. Kind of weak. Kind of weak. Tony Khan. Shout out Tony Khan. Kind of weak. <laughs> I hope they. I hope <laughs> they make a to deal. This. I hope they kind of make a deal similar to what WWE has with Peacock because I mean they're owned by Warner Brothers so. Yeah, it should be streaming on Max. That's what I want. At least for pay per views, they should definitely be streaming on Max. I think they're missing the boat on that. Yeah, they're saying WWE might go back to the old model because of the merger, but we'll see what happens. Right, because you know UFC loves a pay per view. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Yeah, they, they they love a pay per view, so we'll see what happens. Or or PP PPL, you know, premium live events or whatever they call yeah. it. Yeah. PLE. Which everyone likes to uh, make fun of when they talk uh, when they're on there. Do you think um you think Ronda's going back to UFC? Probably. Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? I think I don't I think she'll get she fucking can't murdered. Take losing. Yeah. <clears throat> like I don't I don't know what the women's UFC looks like right now, but Ronda's last round of matches were not spectacular or even really that great. She's had a kid. She's been out of UFC training for how many years now? Yeah. And she's how old? Like, 
Yeah, and once the match is predetermined, I think she's just done. Yeah, I she remember like, last, her last comeback match, she got destroyed by Amanda yeah. Nunez. Yeah. She's that terrible on scary. WWE TV, man. Like, I, like she's got no personality. She really TV. doesn't. Like, she walks... She walks to the ring like some spoiled child. Like she doesn't swing her arm. She has Terminator face, and it's just like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, she her transition to wrestling. I don't think like I don't think that was really the smartest move for her. But I understand wanting to get a continual paycheck and, yeah. in theory, less injuries. It was, <laughs> it was it was a payday because she was still a name at the time, even though yeah. she yeah. lost. But like, yeah. she really never to me developed enough as a wrestler to be in the position she was put in. Yo, speaking yeah. of paydays, like, if you want a good channel to follow on YouTube, watch Maven Maven's channel on YouTube. It's it's actually pretty good. Remember Maven from WWE? Yeah. He went tough enough. His channel is really good. Yeah. Like, he breaks down all this, like, wrestling stuff, like, like how they get paid and shit like that, and it's really cool. Like, he, he's really good at his channel, like, on, on, on YouTube. Maybe one day if we ever got like big, we could have Maven on this freaking show to talk to Maven. Like he's he's like that cool. Like he's cool. Like I think he'd be cool, like a cool person to like talk to. Like he just and he's not, you know, he's he's kind of out now, so but right. Maven Maven's channel is cool. I, I you know, I'm reaching for the stars here. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'd love to talk I would love to talk to Maven about like all that shit. He says he only made like eight hundred thousand dollars total in WWE. Really? Because he talked about how like they get paid and like you can either get paid the base thing or get paid if you're on TV paid. And that was the two ways you can get paid like on on the um in wrestling. Like I think I think the base was like fifty grand or something. But you got more money if you were on TV and shit like that. And oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean honestly I didn't know there was a non T V pay. Well there is in case you like injured or something. If you're like injured uh, or something. Okay. And there's all the people they don't have creative for and just enjoy his nice catering. That that list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're still getting paid and they get free food, so I'd be okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do those guys all come out do they do they come out though? Like if they're on under contract, they've got nothing for them. Like what I, I are they doing? They, I think <clears throat> I think you still have to like show up to events, I guess. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you have to do signings or something, but you don't necessarily have matches. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. So what are we going to talk about? We we were... Larry can't make it. So fuck... What was Larry's nickname? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. The Akron Mauler or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if Tim Fletcher will come on, but we'll see. Probably, he probably won't be able to either, but he's a good wrestling chat. But uh, we can, we can still talk, you know? This is all cool. This is all good. Cool. This is all good. We can, we, can, we can shoot on Larry right now. <laughs> so so uh I know that uh Jay Uso quit. Right? Yeah, but that's like we were talking in the chat. Like he that's either to get it to Survivor Series or even as far as WrestleMania. But what's yeah, the point? Because they haven't wrestled. And they it's have like, to no, they have to ride that, that they have to ride that um the bloodline story as long as they possibly can stretch it out. Yeah. No, but like Jay Uso quitting, when is Survivor Series is November? 
Is this yeah, still November? November or is yeah. It? And then WrestleMania is like next March. So yeah. like, yeah. in theory, Jey Uso will be gone that entire time. Who's going to give a shit by then? Well, I think he'll interfere in that time. I think that's what will happen. I think he'll he'll pop up places in the next six months. Mm. You know, I but maybe Survivor Series is more realistic coming back then. I feel like Survivor Series is more realistic because I feel like March is too long of a run. Uh, but what if on the off chance he is done? He's not done. I mean, I, we, we would is, know if he was his done. His wife's an impact. You know, Jay can go wherever he wants. Yeah, I mean, what if what if he is like, you know what, it was cool, but I'm getting better money wherever. I don't think so, though. That's he can't. That that can't be. I I can't see him leaving. We wouldn't like, know about it. Yeah, <laughs> like the way and they, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have played it off on WWE t- television either. Yeah, like you, you know, know something's real by the way the announcers react to these things. Yeah, you yeah. you'd be on the do not mention name list, <laughs> or maybe they'll do some sort of tag thing between now and then. But they're gonna save that. They're gonna save that for WrestleMania, I think. So where does the bloodline go from here? I feel like Solo in Roman feud is definitely coming at some point because they've 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 definitely been teasing it for a while. Yeah, they're gonna do Jay. I don't know if they're gonna do Jay or Jimmy and Roman, but they're gonna do Solo and Roman. Yeah, you know, eventually, but- eventually Solo's gonna like turn. I I don't even think he he wants to be like tribal chief. Like he's definitely they've definitely done the he looks at the beads thing or the necklace. He's looked at the championship, but that dude's just like I feel like he'd be a great just basically just on his own. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think <clears throat> Solo really needs to be in a group. Like he's just like an, a crazy person. But you know what? Too like they can they can do Solo versus Roman, and then Solo they can do Solo and Cody to get back to Roman because Solo. Lost to Cody back, you know that was the first time he got pinned in WWE was by was by Cody, right? So that, the that's all, not, that can all ready. come back. <laughs> yeah, that can all come back. You know, have like hmm. Solo and Cody again back in like Elimination Chamber or something like that. You know, but it's coming back to Cody. Right. I think. What What is the next? Um, what Fast is the lane. next pay per view for WWE? Fast lane. Fast lane. Okay. Yeah. Well, no payback. 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 That's I what see, it is. To me, Jimmy versus Jay would be perfect for payback. Yeah, but I don't think they want to waste Before. it. I think they are trying to stretch that out too much farther. Yeah. I'm looking at um at some stuff. I Googled payback WWE. It says Rikishi may be a guest mm-hmm. referee at payback. So maybe they are doing did, it. Did, did you see it how would that make sense. Got, got announced. No, like, just saying. He's basically been dropping hints about what's going on with Bloodline. Yeah, and um, he he's like making an appearance at something, and he basically accidentally already told that he's being a guest referee at Payback. Yeah, well, it could be. He was like on the announcement flyer. It could be <laughs> Jimmy versus Roman, though. Although they said Roman's not coming back for a while, but we'll see. That's what I've heard. But then Roman was there on Friday, and he's on the poster too. So who the fuck knows? Or maybe it's an old poster. That's an old poster. Uh, it's like when Roman wore the uh, vest. 
September 2nd. Yeah, Roman's not on the poster. Oh, okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's Seth Rollins, uh, Asuka. They, uh, Kevin Owens and, uh, Sami Zayn are on the poster, but they are not wrestling at Payback. <laughs> they are both the, hurt. Like, I, I Googled Payback 2023, and yeah. it just shows, um, Judgment Day on the floor, on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Judgment Day, like, dude, like, neither company is doing anything with their women's division. Like, Rhea Ripley is probably the most over wrestler, period, right now, and you didn't have her on a match. You know what the problem yeah. is, though? I think there's, I think they're, they're, I think injuries are the problem, but I don't think they're saying anything. Like, I feel like Trish and, and, uh, Becky didn't happen because of injuries. Becky? No. Because, like, she was supposed, when we went to, Raw, apparently Becky was like iffy on if she was going to wrestle on that show. Mm-hmm. So there's something going on with that, but no one's like, no one wants to acknowledge that. They just want to just talk how, how the women are, are getting booked. But I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. But plus, those matches went so far over when they were, of what they were supposed to at SummerSlam. Like, that, I mean, the event didn't end until after midnight. Yeah. Which they should be able to get more matches in. Like I feel, yeah, but uh, they uh, but what was I gonna say? Everyone was complaining about they complained about you know um, L.A. Knight, but they shoehorned him in to that to that battle royal, and then still nobody's happy about that. Like they shoehorned <laughs> him into the into the event. <laughs> I mean, what do you want? What what do people what what do people want? This has been probably because here. winning a battle royal will will like well. What was the what was the what was the prize of winning the battle royal? I don't know. I don't know. That's 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 probably why everybody's like so like who cares? Like you you want a, a pointless battle royal that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, but do I care about? Unless it's like for a title, I don't understand. Yeah, but do I care about Becky and Trish? Really? Come on. If it was like some up and coming women. I would care. Like, if it was Rhea and someone, I care more about that than Becky and Trish. Like, I could give a shit about Becky and Trish. Right. I'm like... I could give two shits. But like, why is Trish getting more, like, like airtime than, like, your your actual, like, division? Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Right. Like, who cares about Trish Stratus in 2023? Like, I... But, I mean, like... I mean, there are people, there are fans who do, but, like, but to your point, yeah. why is she getting airtime over your current roster and the future of your business? Yeah. But they have all the injuries, like Liv Morgan. You know, uh, what's what's uh, Chelsea Green's partner's name? <laughs> oh, Sonya Deville. Yeah, she's gone, and she's also and she was put in there with Chelsea because Carmella got pregnant. So it's like the division is like cursed yep. or something. It's like the the women's the women's tag team division in WWE is is like an absolute joke. It's just all like who's not injured right now? Slap the belts on them. Yeah. Yeah. They could do something cool with Chelsea like, Green, like, though. Like, you know, they they could. Did you ever see her hot mess character? No. Like, her her um, her um stuff in Impact Wrestling was actually really good. Like, she had this whole hot mess character. Where she'd come, like, yeah. she looked like somebody who was taking the walk of shame. Makeup was just, like, all smeared <laughs> to death. And, like, she just looked like she always was, like, a chick who basically just had, like, a mental breakdown. <laughs> And it was called like the hot mess Chelsea Green, but it was it was really good. Nice. They're apparently on Twitter, she is like auditioning 
doing auditions for her partner now. So they it'd be kind of cool if they did something with that. I love but, that uh, <laughs> Matt Matt Card her husband Matt Cardona always has the women's tag team yeah, belt in his like, videos. <laughs> I've definitely seen that. I love that that dude just he just does not care. He he will show up in anything with with doing any gimmick. He's been doing <clears> like, <throat> the Undertaker gimmick lately, and it's just hilarious. <laughs> he's living the dream. He's like on he's his own man, you know. He's, he's just the, like doing... he's the indie god. That's that's what he's going by. He's doing whatever he wants. <laughs> he's also cool. he's also had the moniker of the Deathmatch King, and he was on his panel for like um, Chris Jericho's podcast of like death, like people who have done Deathmatch wrestling. And he was on it. He was like. He's like, I don't even know why I'm here. I've had one death match. <laughs> He's like, but I will keep that moniker forever. The king of de- the death match king. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. he did, he did, he did go against Nick Gage, and that dude's an a- absolute like is death match wrestling. <laughs> what what exactly is de- death match? It's all the. It's like hardcore, like a hardcore wrestling match, but worse. Yeah, He's is using that with the barbed wire, light bulbs, and oh, I see. Yeah, barbed wire, light, light tubes, uh, pretty much anything you can possibly think of. <laughs> they have a match in a- the AEW game where there's the ring is surrounded by barbed wire, and you like have two minutes to like oh, finish I have the it. match. <laughs> so you played it. Have you have you seen have you seen footage of it? Yeah, I've played yeah, it. I've seen, I've I've played, it I've seen footage of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's have. it's so insane and like the the sound effects for that game like for hits and also just like weapons and stuff are so like kind of cringy. Yeah, <laughs> really. the exploding barbed wire match in that game is is another level of just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So, do you like the game? It's it's a good throwback game, like you know, because yeah. it's it's the developers of WWE No Mercy. Yeah, and it, it it has that look. I still like, I like the more realistic look of like you know WWE 2K. Yeah, and I find myself playing that more right now. But it is still a fun game. It's just it's like more of an arcade style game. Would you like 2K? I do. You think that's good? Okay. Yeah, I haven't played that. I have la- I bought last year's game because it was like fifteen bucks, and me and my son play it. It's cool. So. <laughs> but I'll eventually get this one, I think. I remember, like, three years ago, they had that really it's shitty funny, one. Like, dude, that, the barbed wire match, like, there's so much there's so much blood in that match. Oh, yeah? Like, AEW did not skimp out on the blood effects. Yeah. <laughs> they love their blood, AEW. Yeah. But, you know. It's when I got is. the game, the first person I, I fought against was CM Punk just because I just wanted to. <laughs> Have you played the storyline <laughs> stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. How's that? It's it's pretty cheesy. It's yeah. it's like it's like it looks like a Japanese video game. Even with the music, it's like <laughs> like uh when you go from like city to city, they have the fly through scene, kind of like in Street Fight, like old to school Street Fighter. Yeah. It, it has like, like all that like old Capcom map type feel yeah. to it. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Very very hip. It's, it's like it's very it's it's a very nostalgic feeling game, even if it's like for a new roster. But yeah. um, I mean, good for Cody Rhodes. He got to be in two different video games for two different companies in the same year. <laughs> totally get it. Yeah, Cody's Cody's the man right now. Like he is. 
Like people think LA Knight is over. Like Cody Rhodes is, is even more over than LA Knight. Like it's ridiculous how much people yeah. love Cody Rhodes. Like it's it's stupid. Did you watch did you watch his documentary? I would need to. I haven't watched it yet. It was it was really good. I was I was really surprised. Like Matt Cardona is interviewed on there, you know. Yeah. And the Young Bucks aren't interviewed, but they, they cover the whole like AEW story. Yeah. And they actually like like gave it kind of good timing, which I thought was weird that they actually acknowledge it. But yeah. also Triple H totally has a dig in there. He was like, you know, it's you know, it's like a like a number two company. Well it is, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like he was like, You can you can add all this in here if I get to say this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's I mean that's Triple H. Triple H probably made that decision because like Vince would never make a decision like that. This would be like, eh, yeah. no. But, I mean, like it was, it was good. They, you know, they covered, it covered his time in New Japan. It covered ROH. It covered. Basically, he did the same thing that Matt Cardona is doing now. He was just killing it on the indie scene. He'd show up any and everywhere and just, yeah, still have good, you know, caliber matches. Yeah, I mean, who knew Cody Rhodes though? Like when I watched right. him, when I watched him in Legacy, was it Legacy? Is what they were called? Like that mm-hmm. was that was terrible. But I mean. He was pretty. Well, I mean, new once then. he got to like the dashing Cody Rhodes thing, that was cool. He dashing got a Cody lot Rhodes better. Cool. Yeah, dashing Cody Rhodes was yeah. cool. So, like with the whole face mask, like he was like had the whole kind of like Phantom of the Opera hiding his face yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cody. To me, that was really when he showed his like kind of flexed a bit. And they gave him Stardust, and that got thrown out the freaking window. Yeah, <laughs> that was rough. But he came yeah, back. They cover, they cover all of that. It was like, and they were like. Everybody was saying, like, even though he absolutely hated the Stardust character, yeah, he sold it hard. Like yeah, he's he, a pro, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a pro. He's a good soldier. Like he he did his job. Yeah, but like, even if he didn't give a shit about it, he still went out there and gave it his all. Definitely. And the whole the whole the whole documentary is um the voiceovers by um Stephen Amell, mm-hmm. the guy from uh, Arrow. So, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Have you seen that show Heels? I have not. I watched one episode. I watched one episode because I heard CM Punk was on it, but that was like it. <laughs> CM Punk plays like this weird hick dude in that show. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's got like a dirt. He's got like a Joe Dirt mullet. Nice. <laughs> he's just like that old indie wrestler that like only like people in the south go see. I think his wife uh, AJ Lee's in the new season. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of that, we didn't talk about that whole thing with uh, what was it that the lady wrestler who talked to Shen AEW? Uh, oh, um, I can't remember her name. I, I, I think I saw the match she was in, but I did not remember her. Yeah. But there was like something about backstage politics is why she's not in AEW. Somebody wanted didn't want her there or something. Yeah. What was her who? Who's trying to figure out what her name is? Hold on. <laughs> Because people like blame initially blamed Britt Baker, but it it, it I guess it wasn't her. Because she yeah. like came out and was like, "No, it wasn't Britt," but like she won't say who it's who that was about. Yeah, and they like this Dustin Rose is talking some shit too. Yeah, why can I find this? I was like watching a goddamn story. Uh, Lufisto. Yeah, His name is Lufisto. Yeah. 
I, 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 I had never heard of her. I feel like that. I feel like what she said was true, and like because they're they're going way over the top to like to defend that shit. Like, I don't know, man. It's it just seems like like the whole stuff with uh, Thunder Rosa and stuff. Like, come on, you guys. Yeah, the whole thing was fun. Go the on. whole thing with Thunder Rosa was her own fault. Like, she should have been stripped of the title. Like, she's she's still not like medically cleared. Yeah, but Tony Khan's got to make those decisions. If he ain't gonna make those decisions, like it's on him. Like he right? No, no, it's absolutely Tony Khan's fault. Yeah, but it's just like, and then like having, but it was because it was kind of disrespectful. Like you had Tony Storm basically carrying the, the division, but only getting the um. Basically, interim. like the temp, yeah, the interim. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't like interim titles anyway for anything like UFC too. It's just like no, if you if you can't if you can't compete, you don't have the belt. It's just just drop the belt. Unless you're Roman Reigns right now. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they're gonna drop the belts off of um, Zayn and Owens because I think like well, Zayn has that giant tennis ball on his elbow. Yeah, and who is who else is there? To, what teams are there though? Anyway, and like street outside, profit. like the outside, like Imperium or like the Brawling Brutes. Like who is there? Street Street Profits. Oh, yeah, Street Profits. That's so, right. Just to touch back real quick on the Lufisto thing: Is Cody Rhodes' wife still with AEW? No, she left as soon as he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're saying she Which, might come back, but who knows? I think she's she, fine she at home. Yeah, I think she's like she she basically only had a position there because of Cody. Like she didn't really do anything. She yeah. she was the chief branding officer, but it's like but she didn't do any branding. Like yeah. she made yeah. she did she did develop the um AEW heels thing, but it was when she did it, it was more like of a glamorous thing because it was more of her thing. And since she left, they turned it into more of like an LGBTQ plus like kind of thing more for everybody who feels left out who loves wrestling. Yeah. Oh god. Ain't that nice. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> anyway, what were we just talking about? Before we went uh, back to Lufisto, what were we talking about? Yeah. Talking about something you know, there was somebody else who who complained about AEW's like women locker well this is more towards Tony Khan. It was, do you remember the wrestler? Her name was Big Swole. Yeah, I think that's uh, Cedric Alexander's wife. Oh, really? Yeah, she was she was in AEW for a time, but she said that like, you know, Tony won't push like black a black champion. Yeah, but her thing was she has I think she has lupus or something. Oh, really? So it's like you can't. You know, when you have conditions like that, it's like, what did you ex you, you expect to get pushed? Hey, Roman Reigns had cancer. I mean, I, I got <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. But, I mean, he came. He, which he had to he had to leave for a bit, to, you know, recover, and he came back. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Well, J like, I mean, where's Jay Cargill now? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if she left or if she's just taking off time because, I mean, she did have a good long run. Yeah. But she might just be taking time off, just taking pictures, you know, promoting brands and stuff like that. You know who, uh, do you know who Alfred Kunwa is? No. He does a channel called Pro Wrestling Bits on, uh, on YouTube. And he was talking about, like, how, like, 
like a bunch of like neck beards are the reason why Jade Cargill is not champion anymore. <laughs> neck beards. <laughs> neck beards. <laughs> but he he if you he watch his channel. He has a pretty good channel. He doesn't do videos very often, but uh, he's like a Wall Street Journal reporter or something. But he loves wrestling hmm. and stuff. But he um, you know, he's uh, it's good. Pro wrestling bits is cool. Like he he does some good shit on that channel. Besides MJF, I think kind of think all the titles need to change hands in AEW. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, the... like Orange Cassidy is still the international <coughs> champion. Yeah. Which I mean, he's he's. I like that because that's like their working man's title. So yeah. there's always a match every week with that title. Yeah. Well, I think he needs needs a break, and that needs like a new face of that title. Which I would like it to be Swerve Strickland. I, I like Swerve. Was he the TBS champion? Um, before what was he a champ? Wasn't he the? He was champion? a tag team champion. With what Keith happened? Lee. To, what happened to Keith Lee in the uh, He stopped dying his hair, and he looks old as hell now. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like once he got, um, when he came back from being sick, he really never got that. Um, he never hit like NXT Keith Lee again. Yeah, it's like his matches in NXT were were awesome. He still wrestles from time to time, but it's it's more like mix and match tag teams. Like he was tagging with uh, Dustin Rhodes the last match I saw. Yeah, it's weird. There's so many people who are like they're in different companies and their spouses, like from like yeah. Keith Lee and like uh, and like you know Charlotte Flair and Andrade and. And Buddy Murphy and Rhea Ripley now, like everyone's like yeah. in different companies. It's freaking weird. It is. It's just like it feels like eventually either like one person is going to make the move to the other company just so they'll be on the same schedules. Yes, yeah, seriously. When are they going to ever see each other? I was yeah. actually kind of surprised that Mia Mia Yim went back to WWE because they have done her her being in the OC is so stupid. I hate it. She yeah, does it's not a waste of time. It's like she's you're not. You're not from the. You're not in that group. Like yeah. that's the original Bullet. You know, like OG Bullet Club dudes. Yeah. So where do you fit into that? Not at all. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I was watching something, and I didn't. I, I didn't watch wrestling in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Luke Gallo is it. Luke Gallows is he in the yeah. He he was yeah. fake Kane. He was fake Kane. He yeah. was um. He was Festus. Oh yeah, Festus. He was also in the Straight Edge Society and is absolutely not Straight Edge. Whatever happened to uh to the dude who was with Festus? I have no Jesse. idea. I cannot remember that dude's name. Was Jesse or something? Jesse. Yeah. Biscuits and gravy. <laughs> what was I feel that? like I feel like who could replace Jesse would be um Jesse. Oh, what's that? Cameron Grimes. I feel oh, yeah, like you could bring Grimes. that back with Cameron Grimes and like, <laughs> so like weird. not not even do like a whole like like completely have Luke Gallows go back to Festus, <laughs> but just like just snap or something, and he just has like a little just a little segment of Festus again would be hilarious, and like snap again, and all of a sudden he's like, "What the hell just happened?" That would be funny. Talk no one would probably get it because it was such a forgettable character. Yeah, talk about cringe like gimmicks, <laughs> <laughs> like. Very cringe gimmicks. Like he'd walk down to the walk down the ring, like tongue out of his mouth, like kind of like a zombie. And when the bell would ring, he would just turn into an absolute savage. And then bell rings back to it. Like, who thought of this? this? It was cool that he became part of Strange Society, though, because that was like 
you know, it was it was a good story where he came from, you know. <laughs> made no sense. He was he that dude is like the biggest beer drinker in the world. <laughs> oh wow. Like I I'm I'm actually another pe- like a uh, couple of people like Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. I was surprised that they went back to WWE too because I think maybe just because they're b- more based in the U.S. But they had good runs in New Japan and Impact and AEW too. And they're, they're a lot more they're a lot more wild outside of WWE. Yeah, maybe it's a good paycheck. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's just like I think AJ is who got them back in because basically AJ just he didn't he only want to be by himself. <laughs> Man, I don't understand why they can't do anything with Karrion Cross. Speaking of AJ Styles, it's like I don't get it. Like Karrion Cross looks like he looks like a wrestler. Like he, why he is fits he not like the over? whole Vince model. Yeah, you know he's got he's got the hot wife with him. He's got he's yes. got the babe on his arm. Yeah, he's got, he's got the he's the big meaty dude or whatever Vince likes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, I, I don't know. It worked in NXT, but when they put him in that gimp outfit on the on the main roster, it just everybody wrote him off completely, and it's like Vince they can't recover. Him, dude. Vince totally fucked him when he he, he really him. did. Like he was <laughs> he was kind of positioned to be like almost like the new Aleister Black. Yeah, he had that mystique about him, and Vince. Put him in a gimp office on the main roster, and just everyone's like, "Nope, over this." I'm still holding out hope. <laughs> for they got, they got rid of Scarlet for a while. <laughs> I'm still holding out hope for him. I think he can do something. I think he's. I think he he can be something, but who knows? I just I don't know. It's just they. It, it really it worked really well in NXT, and he was doing great there. But the minute he got caught up to that main roster, man, they just they dropped the ball completely. Did you hear they're trying to sign? Um, they're trying to sign what's his face as a producer, Nick Aldis. Yeah, <clears throat> that's weird. Except unless Nick, Nick Aldis one... and Bobby Roode are like supposed to be coming to WWE with like producers. As maybe producers. he just doesn't want to wrestle anymore. Yeah, I mean he's he's a bit older now. I, I think he's kind of accomplished what he wanted to. Yeah, but he's like he look like that guy looks like what he looks like a Vince wrestler. Nick Aldis. I mean, he's absolutely is a total Vince wrestler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but speaking of that, sorry. Oh my god, I, I had no idea because he, he has such a throwback look. That dude's the same age as me. Is he? How old is he? Thirty-seven. Wow. I me- I remember when he came on to Impact. I'm like, what the fuck is Brutus Magnus? This is freaking stupid. <laughs> remember that <laughs> Brutus Magnus? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the Brutus part. I just. I know he was called Magnus. But when they introduced him, he was Brutus Magnus. I think they got rid of the Brutus because it was stupid. But he was Brutus oh, Magnus. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably also concerned about some kind of weird uh, confusion with Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. Like yeah, that there was see, like some kind it. of connection. I see his true. ring name is Brutus Magnus, Magnus, Nick Aldis, and Sir Brutus Magnus. <laughs> Sir Brutus. <laughs> you know, he's, he's British. They got to throw a Sir in front of it. Speaking right. of that, did you hear what's his face might be coming back to wrestle Nigel McGuinness? Ooh. He might he might be coming back to wrestle. He might be coming to um uh, the AEW thing. Nick, Nick Aldis? No, uh, Nigel McGuinness. Well, yeah, I know he's a ring announcer. But they're saying he might come back to wrestle. Oh, like he's been gone for like how long now? Like forever? Like uh, 
Nigel McGuinness. He because he was in, he was big in the Ring of Honor back in the day, right? But who were they? Who were they? Who do they want him to come back to to face against? Let me see. Hit the internet. I watched. I watched two. I watched three of these freaking things a day. Three of these like uh, dirt sheet freaking shows. I, I watch. I watch Wrestle Talk primarily. Is that good? I love Wrestle Talk. Well, I do Cultaholic, What Culture, and WrestleMania. I, I just I like I like Wrestle Talk because they do it more. They have better production with it. Yeah. And now they actually like they have it. They've gone to the set where like it's like an old school news set, and so they always wear like suits and stuff now. Oh it's yeah. Just, it's just it's, it's just more interesting when they do it. I think I've checked that out. I might want. I might check that out again. But I might check that out. Is, is they're they're kind of comical with it. Yeah, yeah. Like they'll still give you all the facts and like the dirt sheet stuff, but they're just it's just presented way better. Yeah. Did you hear this stuff? Like I love when they talk about I love when they talk about Cody Rhodes because like anytime they're covering it, he's like, "Finish the damn story, Cody." <laughs> <laughs> so, have you heard this stuff about Vicky Guerrero's daughter? Maybe. And like, or yeah. stuff, and, and her like, current husband, and like, there's a bunch of shit that's going on there. Yes, Vicky's daughter made claims that her stepfather molested her. Yeah, and yes. Vicky basically told her to deal with it, kind of deal. Like, like took the father, the stepfather side, wow. which is yes. why she got canned from AEW. That's fucked up, dude. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like it's your daughter, bro. Yeah. Maybe she's a piece of crap. Her daughter is a piece of crap. But like, I don't know, man. That's, I don't know. You yeah. gotta fix that relationship or something like that. That's your daughter. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. But anyway, old Vicky. Uh, maybe Chavo. Maybe Chavo will show up and just beat the dude down. Who knows? This Ch- what, where does Chavo fall on this? Uh, Chavo just makes money as like an inner. He he does the wrestling. He makes the wrestling spots for like all the TV shows that have wrestling in it now. Oh yeah, he's like he's, a, like, he's like the wrestling like action scene guy, you know, stunt coordinator. Cool. Yeah, it's good money to make. I think he works. I think he works as the coordinator on heels. He's done it on um Glow. He was the coordinator for that too. Oh god, it's good money to make. And and Chavo also has his own line of tequila, so he's he's making plenty of good money. He's, he's all right. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 well positioned. Even though he's the other Guerrero. <laughs> hey man, he's he's the only Guerrero still alive. He, so. true, true. He, I mean, before yeah. Eddie became big, he was the Guerrero. Like Chavo was the guy. Yeah. Uh at least like, you know, in the non big two world. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Have I told you guys my my uh, Eddie Crispin Wall theory? No. No. So my theory on uh, that whole thing, because it came up recently, because I guess or it came in back into my head recently because uh I guess Chris Benoit's son is like trying to wrestle. Regardless of what he did, he should still be in the Hall of Fame. Which yeah. is dodgy land to make it's, a position. It's a, t- on. it's a touchy it's a touchy position, yeah. Yeah. So I, I fell down a wormhole of uh, <clears throat> Chris Benoit didn't do it theories. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, and 
I don't know that it's necessarily credible, but there's evidence. But regardless, my theory on the whole thing and Dark Side of the Ring is what really kind of led me to this theory is that Eddie and Chris were on the down low. Really? And Eddie OD'd because he didn't know how to deal with it with the whole like Latino machismo thing. Yeah. Um, right. And then Chris, with all of the shit that was wrong in his head, just something happened. Something happens, and he did what he did. But I yeah. think that the thing that started it was right. not being on the down low, and Eddie killing himself because of it, and Chris not being able to deal with like any of his shit. And the reason why like, I had this theory is in the Dark Side of the Ring, the Chris Benoit episode... They make numerous mentions of how close the two of them were. Mm -hmm. And um, Vicky Guerrero says that at Eddie's wake, I guess, or something, she came into her bedroom to Crispin while on their bed gripping uh, Eddie's pillow, like, sobbing hysterically. Wow. And, like, you know, I'm upset when my friends die, but not like that. Yeah. Wow. Right. Is there any? Do you have any? Has anyone corroborated this, Chris? No one. No one has this theory. No one talks about this theory. But if you watch that episode, Chris Jericho knows more than what he was saying. <laughs> so he you know, like this episode. Just... <laughs> Eddie, Eddie and <laughs> Eddie and Chris were gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it. It. I'm go viral. Saying, like, it's it's all Eddie, and, be, Eddie and Chris Eddie and Chris trapped in the closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll is it C we'll Eddie or, that, That'll get the walk. hits. <laughs> yeah, that'll get the hits. But no, I I really think that like that was a thing. Like even if it wasn't what led to it all, I do think that they were on the down low. That that actually is a good point. Like I I did see the the Chris Benoit Dark Side of the Ring episode. I didn't I didn't catch that, but. I mean, they wouldn't be the only dudes that were on the down low back yeah, then. Seriously, there's probably a no, lot that we don't a know lot. about. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. those two were like tight and came up like the ranks and the bullshit in WCW and then the rise to like their mega stardom in WWE. Yeah. A lot of late you know, nights on the road together. A lot of, lot a lot of, of late nights on the road. Like that long hair is looking kind of nice. <laughs> you know, like. Uh, like maybe if I drink and, enough, he looks a little like Vicky. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he, uh, let's be real. Like Chris Benoit was more attractive than Vicky. But <laughs> wow. Uh, they also like talk about how like you know people are like, oh, Chris Benoit was a great guy. He didn't he didn't have that in him. But you hear stories about Chris Benoit. He was a fucking dick. Yeah. Like. Uh, I don't remember it was in the dark side of the ring or something else where it talks about him not liking people and making them do a thousand air squats. Oh, and really? he would do the thousand with them to make sure they did it. Like, he maybe, was a dick. Maybe his wife he was going to reveal like, something. Like, secu- he, he, maybe, maybe his wife was going to be like, like you know, going to out him or something. Maybe he was I mean, leaving maybe, her for Eddie. Who knows? Like Maybe she was going to out him. Never know. Maybe they had a fight and she said something. Yeah, that like triggered his fucked up head. You yeah. know, like it. 
I don't I don't know. Like no no one knows but all those who are dead. Yeah. You know, but like I know a lot of people are like, oh I'm looking Kevin Sullivan did it because they like think that that shit's real. <laughs> <laughs> totally real. <laughs> all true. <laughs> nice. Yo, so let's talk about let's talk about the uh the angle at the end of uh at the end of um, what was the last pay per view called? <laughs> SummerSlam. Uh, SummerSlam. Are you SummerSlam? So, what do you think what? of the uh, J- Jimmy? What Jimmy did and the fallout? Now that we know what what the reasoning was. The, the reasoning, reasoning was being that he didn't <laughs> want to see Jay become like Roman because. Either yeah. tribal chief or the belts corrupt you. That's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah, right. pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to see you become him. I'm like, yeah. Anything I mean, to make the wrestling world is plausible, uh, sure. But like anything to keep the bloodline going because they're running out of shit. Like yeah. they're losing members, and eventually it's going to be Roman Reigns like fighting himself, fighting his own ego. Yeah. Yeah, like when Shawn Michaels when Shawn Michaels do no wrong. (laughs) Right, right. Like Shawn Michaels when his partner was God, it's gonna be him fighting a spotlight, and that's his ego. I think they should have just played the jealous brother thing. It's like the it would have made more sense, I think. Like it should be me as the leader, not you. Yeah. Because that's what it looks more like anyway. It just kind of read better that way to me. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I think that the I don't want to see you become him angle is plausible, but mm-hmm. it it doesn't now you have a battle between them, which is story wise, I think is kind of dumb. And now you have to who's Roman Reigns gonna go against solo? And sure, like that might work for a minute, but I don't think Solo has the charisma to carry. To carry it, Jay had the charisma and the talent to have a, a viable and believable feud with Roman Reigns. I don't know that Solo does. I think Solo is just—he's definitely one of those dudes who Solo Solo's one of those dudes who doesn't need to talk. He needs like a mouthpiece. He needs yeah. like yes. a Paul or, or just a manager and, overall. And it would be weird for Paul Heyman to say solo over Roman Reigns. Like, Roman would have to do something to Paul Heyman for him to, like... And that, that I feel like that would be more of a solo thing. Right. That could happen, though. Like, Roman... I think once Roman drops the belt, he's going to go away for a while. He's not going to stick around when he, once he drops the belt. Like, he, he's gone. Like, he's going to go... I think, I think, it, I think the way to, to write that relationship off between, like, Roman and Paul Heyman is... It's going to come to a point, because I think Roman already kind of did it before. He was like, I don't need you. Yeah. He's definitely done that to Paul before, because I, I think he, didn't he Superman punch Paul Heyman once? Did he? Uh, maybe. But I mean, Paul Heyman is looking yeah. like somebody you can abuse and he'll come back. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think eventually it's going to come to like Roman basically just telling everybody, like anybody who's who's still riding with him, like, I don't need you. Like, I never did. Yeah, you know, because he's kind of already said that to Jay. He's kind of said that to Jimmy, like you know, you're nothing without me. I don't need you. You needed me. Yeah, and I think eventually, like he's gonna say it to Solo and Paul, and then that could be like a way for <coughs> Paul, Paul Heyman to like be the mouthpiece for Solo. Yeah, Def and yeah, but then where do they go with it? Like, 
how long can they really run the, the bloodline and where do they go with it? I think the in I think the end game ultimately for WWE is to have Roman versus The Rock. You think so? And I think they're trying to ride it out somehow long enough to make that happen. Which I think is the game plan for well, no, because I think <clears throat> Because they're, they're, I think whenever <coughs> Roman drops the belt, it's going to be the next WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're still trying to do the whole Rock storyline or Cody finally finishing the story. I think Cody's going to finish. Right. I don't think that, because the, if the Rock wrestles Roman Reigns, he has to lose. He's not going to win. Right. Well, it depends on what he's wrestling for. Well, he can't win the belt. That's not going to work. Uh Because yeah, tribal the was table, like tribal chief. Have, Right. Maybe he wrestles the Rock and gonna... then... Go on. Sorry. I, I, I think that losing the belt to Cody and then losing Tribal Chief to the Rock either allows Roman... Yeah, either allows Roman to take time off or puts Roman on a new build-up. Like, now he has nothing. He has to, like... Soul search and realize where he went wrong and try to like yeah. come right. back. And the Rock is just yeah. like and the and the others don't accept the Rock as tribal chief because he's not actually blood. Well, I feel like Hello. I feel like the tribal chief. If like the Rock takes tribal chief from Roman, that just goes away. I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's a story after that. I feel like that. Yeah, they they take that and they like mail it away, and then if they ever need it, they can bring the Rock back at some point. But Right, like right. that's that's done. Tribal chief is, but yeah, done. they're they're gonna have this. They're gonna have to separate the two. Like something I saw was like at some point Cody beats Roman for the belt, and basically he's just left with the whole head of the table thing. And then you know you can do the whole storyline with the elder saying like, "Well, there's a new challenger for the head of the table because you haven't represented the family the right way." Yeah, and that's right. how you set up him versus Rock. He gets squashed by the Rock. <laughs> and again, like, what do they do? Who do they have win? You know, it's, because like, that's that's a tough one. Like, as far as what the the tribal chief, yeah, I feel like the rock I mean, like, wins of course it. would probably be the rock would win it, but it's not a belt. Yeah, so. just to end it, like just to yeah. end the bloodline story. Yeah, and also just to bury the title, the tribal chief, like persona. Yeah, like you know, kind of like. Goes on, you know, rock walks off into the sunset, and then like the tribal chief thing is just buried. You know, basically have to come up with a new persona for Roman type deal. Because I mean, he's yeah. carried the, the tribal chief thing for three years now. You know, so yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's the best thing that Roman's done, but yeah, again, I don't know knew? how much longer it can last. Who knew Roman Cody? Who knew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys were destined for crap. Lovely storyline I didn't see coming out three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's good. I didn't think that, honestly, any yeah. of them had that had it in on Yeah, like, the Usos were just, like, right. a tag team, and, like, but they they become, like, the best tag team, you know? Yeah. But, you know, who knew? Although, they, they, were, they were probably one of the best tag teams in WWE, just from their, their matches with the New Day, that was always... That was already pretty well established, and especially yeah. when they went towards the uh, the Uso penitentiary vibe, like kind of like went a little more thugged out. 
Yeah. Like that's really what put the put the Usos over. And yeah. then the whole bloodline thing, it just helped solidify Roman as a group leader having them in it. Yeah, yeah. we the ones. We the ones. Where's your t shirt? <laughs> Where's your we the ones t shirt? I think there's a new Roman Reigns t shirt. I am the one or something, <laughs> or the only one. Yeah, yeah, I'm the yeah, the only one now. That's that's the shirt now. I like it. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. The only one. I think probably like, the idea I, of getting I, a like WWE solo. <laughs> I'm like, why is Solo still there if he's the only one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've toyed with the idea of buying a WWE t-shirt recently. If I want like a yeah. Bloodline or a LA Knight. Or... <laughs> I got I got a Rhea Ripley one a while ago. It's floating around here somewhere. Nice. <laughs> Old Rhea. Who do you think does better in merch sales? WWE or AEW? WWE. Definitely. Def. I mean, the, the AEW has some pretty shitty shirts. Like, that Britt Baker shirt was stupid. <laughs> the black eye shirt. Oh, the black eye. That was just dumb. That was like, a weird ass shirt. It, it, was, it, was, it was in poor taste. I was like, eh. Because like, yeah. the shirt before that for Britt Baker was the bloody face one, which was, was awesome. But yeah. it, it kind of like it had a different vibe to it. It was like you just put a girl with a black eye on a shirt and just everyone's walking around with it and like Yeah. Like it look. Yeah. <laughs> not the best idea. Yeah, not the best idea at all. So <laughs> So what about LA Knight? Where what is he is he what what's he winning? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I'm like, well, I mean what show is is he is he on Raw? He's on SmackDown, but he's gonna feud with the Miz. It looks like. Ugh. I feel like that's taking a step backwards. It's a good feud. I mean, it's he's gonna be on it's, Raw. It's, it's fun promo work for sure. You know. Yeah. But um, I think eventually they they. Um, I would say a U.S. title feud. I think he would be a good U.S. champ. But I mean, he can maybe he can even take it off of take the Intercontinental off of Gunther. They're saying Sheamus is going to do it, but I can't see LA Knight beating Gunther unless <clears> it was like some a triple threat or something, and he just, you know, somebody knocks Gunther out and he just knocks that person out and pins him. Well, Sheamus is taking that title, I think. Because I think Sheamus needs to. Because yeah, this only title he hasn't won. Like I think they're going to put on him. Like after he gets past a thousand days, or yeah. is it that? Or after he beats Honky Tonk Man's record, I mean. Right. Yeah. Once you beat Honky Tonk, um. Once he beats his record, I think he'll drop the belt. Yeah, that needs to be put to bed. The Hockey Talk Man shouldn't be the longest running Intercontinental Champion. No. God, no. He shouldn't have been Intercontinental Champion at all. Yeah. He shouldn't have been anything. Not man, really. but the the hockey for all the Hockey Talk Man is, I remember the Hockey Talk Man's promos back when he was, he didn't, he realized people didn't like him. And it was just, it was great. Like, that, that was good promo work back when I was a little kid, man. Isn't, isn't he? Is he Jerry Lawler's brother or cousin? I think he's like a cousin, but I don't think he's like a close cousin. I think he's like a kind of distant cousin. But I always felt like they couldn't get Jerry Lawler, so they got his cousin instead. <laughs> right. You know, like we got Jerry the King Lawler at home, and it's fucking hockey talk, man. He's talk, man. Yeah, I never fucking liked. I never fucking liked him, and Not people him. have said. That uh, he his hitting Jake the Snake Roberts with the guitar is what led Jake the Snake Roberts to his uh 
questionable lifestyle. Oh, really? Because he hit him with a real one. He didn't hit him with a fake one. Oh, wow. And that, that like, yeah, that, he's, that. He's, he's the first cousin of Jerry Lawler. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but he hit him with a real one and not a fake one. And that's what led, like, supposedly led Jake to uh, start, like, using painkillers, which led to, like, other things. I thought you were going to start, say, cause him to start, like, banging four women a night. <laughs> no, no, that was just. I yeah, think from, from what, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of those dudes were probably doing that, but, like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, also, like, Jake Roberts' childhood was seriously fucked up because his father was a fucking monster. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Is he any, he's on AEW now, right? Jake Sink? Yeah, he comes and goes. He's He's been, like, the, um, kind of like the manager for, um, Lance Archer. Okay. But, like, Lance Archer's been doing a lot more in New Japan again, so you don't see Jake the Snake that much. And, like, they still, He's another dude who's like, he's a monster, you know. He's he's good in the ring. He's very agile, but they just don't really do anything with him. Yeah. So he just usually goes back to New Japan, and Jake Roberts is off TV. Yeah. All right. What do you think about Shinsuke Nakamura turning on Seth Rollins? Like, what are they doing there? I don't know. (laughs) That seems weird that he would like Shinsuke would be feuding for a championship. Yeah, I mean... That seems strange, but who knows? I'm still surprised that EO, EO Sky, or, yeah, EO Sky won, or... Is it EO Sky or EO Chirai now? EO Sky. Okay. I kind of like how they teased, like, they were talking about, like, Cody and, like, uh, Seth Rollins, but, you know, Cody's not going for that belt. But I like how they kind of teased it a little bit on, rest, on Raw last week. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. What do you yep. what do you think about uh the judgment day kind of like imploding? I don't I feel I don't know if they are going to. I feel like they're teasing it, but I don't I think ultimately they're not. Well they've they've they finally like I think this is supposed to have happened for a while, like JD McDonough. You know, yeah. like he's 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 from the same town as Finn Balor and Finn Balor like helped train him. Yeah. So they're finally he he got called up recently and he had. There was supposed to be some kind of thing with him in the Judgment Day, yeah. And they're finally just kind of starting to play around with that a little bit. Okay. So I don't know if you know. I, I like I like the Judgment Day. It it works. Yeah. But there's definitely something's got to come to a head between Damian Priest and Finn Balor, though. Yeah, but not. But if if Finn doesn't have the championship, then how can it? You know. I feel like right. that's what they were gonna do. Unless he, unless they have a match where he fights him for that for the briefcase, yeah. Sometimes you know, there's been matches in the past like that where like you fight for the briefcase. Who knows? Yeah. Damian Priest, another person. I thought, like, I first time I saw him, I was like, this guy sucks, but I freaking love him now. <laughs> like, like this gimmick is stupid, but he's awesome. Was that the um? Did you see <clears throat> his, any of his matches in NXT? No, I I saw him when he came up during the is it the Thunderdome era? That's when I yeah. first saw him. Maybe that was a bad time to debut yeah. anyone. You know, honestly, like, I mean, when they first started restarted when they started Judgment Day with Edge as the leader, it kind of like had potential to be like the second Brood. Yeah, because Damian Damian Priest definitely had that like nightclub vampire vibe. Totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> the arch the Archer of Infamy, I think, it was, yeah. was his gimmick. 
But uh, I guess like on the indie, he was in. He came from ROH too. His yeah. name was uh, Punishment Martinez. <laughs> what a shitty name! <laughs> what a shitty name! Boy, when they changed his name, I was like, that was probably for better. Punishment Martinez. <laughs> Punishment Martinez. That's such like an indie wrestler name. <laughs> it really yeah. is. It's like you know, like Coconut Jones. Hey, we need like... a name for you tonight. How about Punishment Martinez? <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely, kind of sounded like a name out of a hat. <laughs> Punishment Martinez, nice. Or I mean, like, because he kind of looked like, like, like I said, kind of looked like a nightclub vampire. Totally. Punishment Martinez would have kind of worked for that, like, you like a dominatrix or something. <laughs> <laughs> Punishment Martinez. So is Rhea Ripley going to wrestle uh, Raquel Rodriguez for a championship? Is that happening? To me, that's the only match that makes sense. And they, yeah. Like is is Raquel hurt right now, or they're just not doing anything with her? I thought she was hurt, but didn't she attack Rhea Ripley last week? I thought that happened. Like before the match, the main event on Raw, she attacked Rhea Ripley. And is she Raquel? What, what's what's because they changed her last name too, which was just weird. It's right. Is her name Rodriguez, but it was Gonzalez or something before? Yeah, yeah. It's Rodriguez now. Yeah. Yeah, like so you change it from one Spanish name to another Spanish name. Look <laughs> <laughs> how she always shows her unimpressive back. I'm like, wait, I'm like, that's a like, weird what? flex. Like, what is this? <laughs> I don't see anything here. <laughs> She's a big person, but like the back isn't anything special. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah. Why are you always just like flexing a flat back? Like, you, you got like, you got, you got guns, you got the muscles, like. Yeah, but the back is a weird flex. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking Liv Morgan's always getting hurt. Yeah, Old she might want to hang it up. <laughs> yeah, she's constantly here. but pretty much it's like, like, like I saw something about saying like the the women's tag team belts are a curse. Yeah, because anybody who gets the belts like all of a sudden just gets like hurt and they've never been hurt before. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like Sonya Deville said, she's never been hurt before, like in her life. Right, and, and like, as soon as she gets the belt and gets a push, immediately gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, out for months. Chelsea Green, she she had gotten hurt before, too. Yeah. Liv Morgan, like, anybody who's, like, in that in that W, like, the women's tag titles picture, there's just all these, like, extended long injuries list now. Yeah, it's not, not cool. Do you not think, cool. um, like, going with WWE, have you heard like anything about Bray Wyatt? Like, I guess he, he had, says like, he's sick. Issues. Yeah, like they, they said it was like not only career possible career ending, possible life ending. Like, yeah. So, <clears throat> but people talk about how like like that's all part of why he hasn't done anything because he's been injured because he's been sick, and people are acting yeah. like uh, it's a, his, his returns a failure. It's like. It, Who knows I mean, how long his timing, going The timing on. of it kind of did go along those lines. Like it was just a failed comeback because he had the lights out match with LA Knight, and there was the whole that, that match sucked. It was yeah. terrible. It shouldn't have never been like some sponsored gimmick match. Yeah. And then Bo Dallas as Uncle Howdy completely <laughs> missed LA Knight jumping off that like that high ledge. You you can clearly see like LA Knight kind of like does the sit up, and you can clearly see like. Uncle Howdy lands like a foot to the right of him. <laughs> it was just like it was worse than the whole um, MJF dropping Chris Jericho off the top of the cage uh, bit, where like 
it looked like he broke through the floor, but you can tell it was like cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kind of took that spot for like completely like everyone saw he missed. <laughs> yeah. And he so, got he got sick right after that because yeah, really they had like the whole he was supposed to fight whoever won between Brock and Lashley, and then yeah, that's when he got sick and he hasn't been on screen since. And yeah. the whole new faction thing kind of went out the window, so I guess slated for that was Uncle Howdy. You know, Bo Dallas is Uncle Howdy. Yeah, uh, Alexa Bliss was supposed to be in it, and. That's why when Eric Young came back, they had nothing for him because he was supposed to be a part of that faction too. Yeah. And now he's gone. Yeah, he didn't want to work with Vince. Nope. Which I, I was kind of bummed out because I would have loved to have seen a Sanity reunion because I, I liked Sanity. Yeah. I like Eric Young but in I mean, Impact. I thought it was cool. Yeah. But... He just but, has uh... like completely like like um lunch lady voice like smoking lunch lady voice. <laughs> totally totally <Is> Eli? <laughs> <laughs> totally but yeah Eric. He back to impact so that that whole faction deal kind of just and alexa bliss is pregnant so it's like that whole thing fell apart you ever watch stories about tessa blanchard yes like to- like she could have been like she could have been the everything. king yeah, <laughs> but she she fu- was the first woman to win the she won she won the men's title on Impact. Yeah, she beat Sammy and, Callahan. Like Jordan Grace is the, is the only other female who did. Yeah, yeah. What what? Why isn't she able but, to capitalize yeah. on that? What's her problem? She's got an attitude problem, like a she's major a attitude racist. problem. Yeah, she got oh, a major she? attitude problem. Yeah, yeah. She got an attitude problem, and a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff came out about her being extremely racist and like. When she was she was leaving Impact and she was like the hottest free agent, and she could have gone to either AEW or WWE easily. Yeah, and all these stories came out about her right when that happened, and every she basically went on everyone's like, "Do not hire list." Yeah, wow. The only the only place she gets like the only place she gets you know any dates at is in Mexico. <laughs> oh well, Tessa Blanchard. Mexico, Mexico's like we don't care. We still got right. Alberto Del Rio doing matches. We we, we we'll <laughs> old Alberto Del Rio. Whatever happened to his manager? Or not his manager, his valet. That guy was uh, awesome. Ricardo Rodriguez. Yeah, that guy was awesome. I don't know. <laughs> old Ricardo Rodriguez. I was a fan of that dude. <laughs> I don't know. He's kicking around somewhere, probably holding his head down. <laughs> sure he was. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Because yeah. he kissy. No one's going to deal with him because he's like associated with Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. They were taught that top. Remember that top 30 list I was talking about under 30? Mm-hmm. They, Dale Garcia was like 29, and like Jim Cornette just laughed. It was freaking kind of funny. Really? I mean, Dale Garcia is from here and it's cool, but like, I don't know. He doesn't have a whole lot of personality. But here's, yet. The, here's the thing. Yeah, but he's it's he's kind of coming into his own. I mean, that dude's still extremely young. Yeah, but definitely. He he honestly deserves to be on that list. Like that dude has fought bigger names true, like, true. worldwide. True, true, true. Especially to be the age he is, and like he does, he handles all his own booking. Like that's yeah. unheard of. <laughs> he was one of the people so, I mean, that injured that. Sorry, he's one of those people that injured in that car accident, right? With him yep. and 
Blackwood and whoever. Who was the other person? It was him, Blackwood, Huff? and what was that? Huff, I think his name is. Oh yeah. Like the, Huff, the yeah. real heavy set guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those three guys got injured in that car accident a few years ago. But uh, where the hell's Blackwood? Yeah. <laughs> He's Where's that? He's speaking on of, the Indies. Speaking of straight wrestlers, I yeah. believe he's he was straight. I think the last I saw, he moved to like I don't know. I moved no to like California or something, maybe. Yeah, Blackwood. Yeah, he was pretty. I think. Good. He, I mean, he's pretty big on the Indies. He's he's done. He's done a, like a a match or two in AEW. Yeah, I've seen I think him it was during like the stuff. kind of pandemic era. Yeah. yeah, Puff Puff also gets like stuff every once in a while too. I was gonna have him on my well, old podcast. They're all connected with Butch Blade too. Yeah, I was gonna have him on my old podcast, Blackwood, but then I had, can- I had to cancel, and then he oh. just never. We, we never got back. But, oh. Yeah, but you know, such is life. Such is life. Anyway, there's a. Got? I think there's a local. Um, there's there's like a local straight um straight edge wrestling faction. I think it's called Edge of Hope. Oh really? Have you seen them at all? Yeah. I have not. I think I think they're in all that Empire State Wrestling. Yes, that'd be yeah. I haven't been to one of those in a while. Yeah. I mean, we went there last maybe last December, me and Judah went, but we only stayed for like half the show. Because they're oh. having shows at the uh Riverworks. And okay. they're much cooler at the fire hall than Riverworks. Like it's just oh, a really? better vibe. But you know, because I think I think that's who did a lot of the local wrestling for for those Etid Christmas shows. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. from that did. Yeah, John Morrison was there one year. At oh, that. I saw him. Yeah, I was I was there for that year because John Morrison and um, his wife Taya Valkyrie both wrestled. Yeah. You know, I saw Ty Valkyrie's spirit chick through a through a giant Christmas tree at that show. Is she still in AEW? Yeah, that was kind of weird. Like she came back just to feud with Jade Cargill, and then she didn't win the title. Like the uh, like, and then Chris Statlander just walks in and yeah. wins. I was like, that was kind of weird. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, huh? <laughs> it was like it would have been perfect too because you know they used the same finisher that was like the whole feud, and I mean. Taya Valkyrie, she's a badass wrestler and she's very credible. Yeah. Even, even but I think maybe it's just because she was just getting in there, you know, so they didn't want to give her the title right away, I guess. I don't yeah. know. But is she still wrestling in AEW? Yeah, she is. Okay. She kind of went heel after losing to Jade, and then Chris just kind of walking in winning, she turned heel. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I would go heel too if that happened to me, all right. Gangrel <laughs> was actually at that um that Christmas show too. Oh, did he make an appearance? He did. He came out, spit blood out of shells, and I, I like popped so hard. <laughs> like no one else did. I was like, come on, it's Gangrel. <laughs> nice. I saw um um James Storm, like Bobby Roode's old tag team partner. Yeah, yeah. He wrestled. The cowboy. Um, yeah, Tommy Dreamer wrestled. Yeah. Orange Cassidy. Um, Ethan Page when he was still with Josh Alexander, um, their tag team. Mm-hmm. Actually, they they actually they had a match against Butcher and Blade. It was it was good. It was fun. Yeah, I think I saw that match when I was uh, at, I was at that show. That's like the one 
Eated like show that I went to at Riverworks was that one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the wrestling was like just as much fun for me at those shows, like the the two that I went to. Yeah. And especially when Butcher and Blade signed to AEW, that's why you got dudes like Orange Cassidy and those dudes there too. Yeah. Totally. I saw I saw Nick Gage wrestle, I think two of those years too. I had no idea who he was at the time though. I, I was just like, this dude is legit scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw Tommy Dreamer get put through a door. <laughs> Tommy freaking Dreamer, his polka dot pants. <laughs> Christ, oh, old Tommy Dreamer. What's cool? I high five Tommy Dreamer as he's walking down the ramp. So or aisle because it really wasn't a ramp. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely an aisle. Yeah. <laughs> well, what else is there to talk about? Um. So, why is all out like a week after all in? <laughs> Because they're dumb. I, 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 and something I saw on like you know on Russell Talk, they were saying like that either all all in should either just be broadcast live for free, yeah, and then use all out as a pay per view because it would just get more exposure, yeah. Because it's like no one's gonna pay for two pay per views in a row like two weeks no. in a row. That's crazy. No. Yeah, promote the hell out of you Usually know. When pay-per-views come up, I won't pay for it anyway because it's just like I don't, I don't have like fifty to sixty bucks to spend on a wrestling show all the time. Yeah, seriously. If it wasn't for Peacock, I would not watch any pay-per-views. Exactly, like, I, I can't. Like, that's why I can't sit here I, and pay I, for I only, pay-per-view. Like I rarely watch like regular programming because it's just it's just too long. But yeah. I'll watch Peacock and watch a you know a, a WWE pay-per-view depending on who's actually in matches though yeah seriously seriously you're Nia Jax coming back yeah maybe I guess she'll I be Chelsea more Green's injuries. partner <laughs> and oh. somehow accidentally injure her too oh my God. there should be a Nia Jax versus Ryback match. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be I mean, cool they, they they probably should have her fight the men more. Like, yeah, I don't know, because she seems to break every woman's wrestler she fights against. Wait, who should she fight? I don't know, like the men's division. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. She just seems to hurt. She's she's not a safe she's not a safe worker at all. So yeah, she's a menace. No, no one a wants that. menace. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, but yeah. she's she's part of she's part of the the Samoan what? dynasty. So part she, of bloodline. Come back anytime she wants. <laughs> part of bloodline. Yeah, <laughs> she'll come back and fight solo or some you know for the position of enforcer. <laughs> right. Freaking that guy, that solo Sako. That was a be- that was a, one of the best bloodline moments when he joined. Like that was good that he came think, in. Like that that was perfect. I think they wanted to there's like a younger another brother from that too, another Fatu. Yeah. Yeah. In the circuit, but I think WWE was interested in him, but he has some um bad associations with his name right now. Oh really? He kind of kept yeah, he was um taking like booking events for like um some kind of like uh, foundation or something that was supposed to be like helping people, and he just would get paid and never show up. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened at like multiple events, so way to go! 
he's on the no no higher list too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like a lot of them were on the verge of criminal enterprises, but I feel like they hadn't gotten into wrestling. Davy Carey, even <laughs> yeah, even Rikishi said that like he uh, that big scar on his stomach is from like getting shot. Oh, seriously, he was, like involved mm-hmm. in like gang shit as a lot of West Coast Samoans tend to be, or West Coast Polynesians. And uh, wrestling, like, kept him from that. And I feel like his, like, his kids also probably face similar challenges. And that's why the whole, like, uh, prison Usos thing, because that was probably more of them. That's why it worked. It was more believable. And yeah, which, which one is it? it? Who, is it Jimmy or Jay who kept getting DUIs? He was like going the Jeff Hardy route. I'm not. Uh, sure. I'm not sure. What, well, like because every time they started getting, it, he he was doing the exact. He was pulling a Jeff Hardy every time yeah. they got a little bit of a push. He'd get he'd get arrested for a DUI, and the Usos would go away again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's not Speaking funny. Speaking of though, Jeff like... Hardy, I I need him to stop wrestling. It's it's painful to watch now. Is it? What's he yeah. doing? He just it's, dude, his body's still done. Him. He can't. He just he can't go. He anymore. can't high fly anymore. No, yeah. like dude, he, it's not even just the high flying stuff. Like he can pull off a swan tom because it's basically just falling over. But like just him in the ring, dude. You see, you can see the pain in his face. Like the dude yeah. just he needs to retire and let it go. He just like he doesn't even pull off basic stuff in matches anymore and it's it's getting hard to watch and like everyone's just more concerned for him now it's just like dude just just stop they shouldn't have, gonna, they have hired he's, him he's gonna die in the ring I, I'm honestly a little concerned that he might remember he might when what he wants remember when he had that match against Sting in, in Impact and when they had to like end it because he was like incoherent in the match. Dude, that's that's kind of how all his matches look now. Like, yeah. I don't think he's like high or drunk, but his body's just done. Like, he just can't he can't do that anymore. He can't do that pace anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be in his late forties by now, right? Yeah, but his body is probably more like eighty years old from just all the abuse. Yeah, seriously. And like, cause they just had a like when when. When the Hardy boys kind of came back and like in the AEW when he when Jeff finally got signed, you know they were basically supposed to feud with the Young Bucks for like you know best tag team of all times type deal. Yeah, no brother versus brothers match the whole spiel because the Hardys were like the biggest influence for the Young Bucks. It was a good feud, but then Hardy went out because he was you know drunk driving again or whatever and yeah. had to stay out. But they just fought on on Dynamite, I think. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was it was painful to watch. Like Jeff just cannot. It's like basically everybody's standing around for Jeff to hit his spots. Yeah, it's like when he when he does the the whisper in the wind. It takes so long for him to get up that rope. Did Matt? Um, is Matt still wrestling? Yeah, I mean Matt still can go. Yeah, like Matt was never like the high flyer of the, of like Jeff. So his wrestling is still more chain wrestling type of deal. So he yeah. can still pull that off very well. Even you know, even though I've, I'm pretty sure he kind of wants to be done too, but I think he's trying to carry it more for his brother. Yeah, but he's he's still like he's good 
in, you know, just kind of the random feuds and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's still great. You know, he comes up with great gimmicks and everything. He's got money mad. He's got the broken mat. <laughs> you know, so broken mat already. I, I, I like his cinematic matches. It's like they're kind of carrying, you know, they pair them with of uh, Isaiah Cassidy. So, you know, because his partner's always his tag team partner's always hurt too. I um remember his name but you know the whole private party thing has been hard to kind of push because his partner keeps getting hurt yeah hmm. so they paired him with the hardys and you know i barely ever even see him have matches he's just kind of like a manager side thing now hmm. interesting very interesting <laughs> same thing with they had like ethan page with him too because like ethan page's group had Matt Hardy's contract, so he had to work with them. I heard about that. Yeah. But then they they did a cinematic match. The cinematic match was awesome. Uh, I don't know if you've seen like Stokely Hathaway on on TV, but that dude's awesome. Yeah. He makes a lot of like just like pretty much black culture references that like unless you grew up in like a black household, a lot of times will go over your head. Yeah. In the cinematic match, he winds up in like Matt Hardy's movie room. He's like, oh, I wonder if they got coming to America. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I was like, probably so many people had no idea about that reference. But yeah, nice. he's just—he's a cool dude. I think he's like, um, him and Jerry Lynn have now been deemed like part of like the heads of ROH now. Oh yeah, so they—they they kind of like are behind a lot of ROH creative and stuff now. Yeah, I saw Jerry Lynn wrestle at. He came to ESW one. Uh, one time, like yeah, ten years, ten years ago or so. That's pretty cool. Oh, can we talk? You know, speaking of that whole thing, like you know, there's RVD just had a match too. I saw that he came, he came to uh, AEW, but he's only there for like it's like a, a pretty short contract. He's not like in there, in there. I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he'll ever. I mean, he doesn't need to. He's RVD. <laughs> yeah, he's I mean, WWE Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, like. I kind of like um, they're kind of buried the whole Jungle Boy thing. Now he's just Jack Perry, and he's yeah. a heel. <laughs> yeah, but they it's... they need to either make the FTW like title actually matter or just get rid of it. What is the FTW title? So that's like Taz's old title that he made at ECW. It was never recognized as a legit title, but he had it, yeah. and he brought it to AEW. And his son Hook had it for like ever, and uh, Jack Perry turned on 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 Hook. That's why he turned heel, and then he faced him for the belt and won, like by cheating. Of course, of course. I, I also boy. like this. I, I really like uh, Christian Christian's like heel stuff because he's just like absurd about it. Because like he is he the champion or is or is Luchasaurus is the actual champion and then Christian just like took the belt. Yeah, I see that. That's kind of funny. <laughs> He's like, I am the only, I am the true TNT champion, and it'll never leave me. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know where they're going with this, but I love it. Like he even he even went heel on his daughter. Her daughter oh, was yeah. like, Daddy, can I <sighs> can I have your belt? He's like, Did you earn this belt? No. Go to your <laughs> mom. And he tells security, he's like, she doesn't have clearance. <laughs> How old's his daughter? She's like eight. <laughs> nice. She's like a little kid. He's just like, security, she doesn't have clearance. That's hilarious. 
and Christian. Christian was always a good talker too. He, he's he's great. And like he he's just getting deeper and deeper into like this delusion that he's the TNT champion, which it's it's a cool angle for the belt because it really hasn't gotten much attention. Yeah. But he's he's really carrying that just kind of like delusional thing about it, which is kind of awesome. Nice. Nice. I don't know, like it's like I don't I don't even really know who's getting pushed in AEW anymore. It's like they have MJF and they have CM Punk and everybody else is just kind of falling to the wayside. Even with the the brand split, like they yeah. still really aren't doing anything with Scorpio Sky. They're not doing any they're barely doing anything with power powerhouse Hobbs. They they got him going against Miro, which I think is that just looks like something Vince McMahon would like dream about. Yeah, what what's Miro doing these days? Anything? Miro, they just they just started a feud. They he's on collision. They just started a feud with him, like between him and Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, which will be good. But Miro needs a belt, man. That dude is he's he's perfect championship material. He's he's good promo. He's got the skills in the ring to back it up. Like I like Miro. Yeah. <clears throat> They're yeah. not even really pushing Wardlow. I don't even know what Wardlow's doing anymore. Yeah, Wardlow. Did he won the TNT championship? Mm-hmm. And then he lost it. Wait, who's the TNT championship that champion champion now? Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Okay, that's right. Yeah, duh. We just talked about that. Or, so who did he take it off of? Who who did he take it off of though? Um was it Wardlow? He might have. I think he did take it off Wardlow. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. There's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of open ended stuff in I think both companies right now and like there needs to be a better circle of creative. <laughs> yeah, it's tough though. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's not that only so many championships go around. And like... I, I think part part of the problem with eight. A... True. <laughs> part part of the problem with AEW is like. I don't think Tony Khan trusts his creative staff enough because everything still has to go through him, which I get it. It's, it's your company at the end of the day, but you're yeah. also, you also don't know wrestling to that, that side of it to me. No, not at all. It's like, He's... you're, you're a wrestling, you were a wrestling fan, but you should definitely have some better. I mean, dude, you have, you have so many great ex wrestlers, you know, you got Dean Malenko as a coach, you got, yeah, Dustin Rhodes, you got Jerry Lynn. You have like some very credible people who know who know that a lot better than you. Like I don't. Yeah, think but they weren't main. Them. They weren't main eventers. And like on not knowing the business, he's looking at like he would listen to a he would probably listen to a Hulk Hogan over a demo and go nine days out of the week. Right. Yeah, I think I think when Cody left is where things kind of went off rails too because. In that yeah. documentary, Cody, he was like, I'm only going to say this and like once, you know, he said, I won't get into detail about it and I never will, but I did leave AEW because of a disagreement. Like, he couldn't. And I'm pretty sure it mainly has to do with Tony Khan. Hmm. Yeah. Because basically it was kind of like split between Cody and Tony creatively. Yeah. Oh, and like I think Cody kind of you know alluded to that he wanted to still wanted to focus more on being a wrestler. Like before he knew it, it was just like he basically was running the the everyday stuff backstage. Yeah. You know he was the go to guy. 
you know, I think a lot more people went to him than they did say Tony. So yeah, yeah. and I'm like, sure he, also he was, as to me, he was the real EVP out of like yeah. all the yeah. all the, you know those guys. So but and as like. AEW is picking up more and more WWE people. I can see, you know, like a Cody Rhodes being like, what are we doing? You know, we should focus on what we have. We don't need to pick up all of this. Like we don't need to pick up all this extra, extra baggage for ratings because look at where they're at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. I wonder if like once Cody like wins and stuff and like kind of finishes what, Cause it's like he's he's so hell bent on doing what his da- what his dad didn't do, and like he can't mm-hmm. he can't let that lie. But I feel like eventually he'll win the title, and then there's really nothing else for him to accomplish in WWE. Yeah, no. I feel like he'll probably hang it up. Might even go back to AEW. I mean, it's like, dude, you started that company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? I'm sure Tony would be stoked to have him back. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it, there's there's clearly was a divide once Cody left, and I th- I think things did go off the rails. I mean, they have a lot of talent there, but Cody knows both the in ring side and the business side. He has a great mind for the business. Yeah, in you know b- you know business wise and also just talent relations wise and creative wise, Cody is a great he's a great get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like he brings a lot. He brought a lot to AEW, and um, <clears throat> I think he was better at building future stars. Like it's like now they kind of loosely depend on Jericho to do that, but yeah, I, I don't think he did it to the effect that like Cody Rhodes did. Maybe he can do that yeah, at WWE though, because Vince is going to be dead soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Triple H is there, but you know. Yeah. Triple H knows how to work with others. I mean, I think I think they could definitely convince Cody to do that because he'd basically be what his dad was. Yeah. Because his dad really is who developed all those all the stars of now when they were in NXT. Yeah. He's responsible for Roman, he's responsible for Seth, like Bray, all those dudes came up in NXT when Dusty was there. You know, they, they cover that too, like the whole Dusty's Kids thing. Like, everybody who is a superstar, all the biggest names in WWE right now were Dusty's Kids. He had that promo where he was talking to, uh, where he Roman was talking about how how Dusty liked him better than Cody. <laughs> and I mean, like, I was like, you could tell some of that stuff really, really still gets, it actually gets to Cody. Yeah. Because he talked about that too. He's like, you know, these are Dusty's kids, but damn it, I am actually Cody's kid. He's like, I'm actually Dusty's kid. Yeah. So he's like, that drives me crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. that is like a legit, like, that pisses him off. Like, no, damn it. I, that's that's my father. I don't, you guys yeah. are his quote unquote kids, but I'm his actual kid. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, my goats. <laughs> yeah. So, um, is all, all in is, Wembley, that's in two weeks. Yeah. All right. We don't have any. We don't have any matches really for that. Other <laughs> than a couple they announced, which is weird. Oh, they, they have they, they have they have five matches listed for it. Yeah. So they have um. There's Aussie Open versus MJF and Adam Cole. There's FTR versus the Young Bucks. 
There's the four-way championship with her um, Hikaru Shida, Tony Storm, Soraya, and Britt Baker. Then there's uh, Darby Allen and Sting versus um, AR Fox and Swerve Strickland. Yeah. And then the fifth match is listed for MJF versus Adam Cole. So I don't understand that. So are they trying to break up um, Tony Storm and Paige? I guess so. Because that's definitely going to come to play in that match. <laughs> it has to. Like, although you we all what? we all thought that um, Bailey was going to turn on Io Sky, and she never did. I I don't think they care about that group enough to like make any kind of like you know decision that way. I guess I don't know. Yeah, with, I mean, with Triple H being something. more in charge because Vince is out with his surgery or whatever, that yeah. there might be more. more you can tell like Triple H's people are getting a little more attention right now than others because yeah. Vince isn't around necessarily. So, yeah, recover from oh. that damn back surgery, yeah, or whatever it was. But that dude, uh, that dude, AR Fox, man, he's he's legit. Like he's yeah. he's trained a lot of good. He trained Austin Theory. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he like he's 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 in that documentary when um when they were covering Austin Theory on the independent scene too. Because mm-hmm. like that's where I first saw him. I was like, "Oh snap, that guy, that's that same dude," and he helped train Darby Allen too. Yeah. Um. When um that dude um uh Nick Wayne's father when he died, I think Ar Ar Fox kind of took Darby under his wing. So he's he's been around a lot, and he's he's a good he's also a good get too. I'm I'm sure he's probably helping coaching in the back too. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a good dude too. Not helping Lufisto. <laughs> no one's helping Lufisto. <laughs> old Lufisto. <laughs> uh, old Lufisto. Anyway, what else we got? Uh, oh, what else we got to talk about? How ROH should be free. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk we about that last good, time? We have good talent on ROH. But they're not. They're not going to get any kind of push because people aren't going to pay. A monthly fee for our ROH. That's Yo, just... is Dalton Castle on ROH? Yeah, I love Dalton Castle. I used to watch him in ESW. Yeah, he's fun, man. Yeah. Have you ever watched? Um, there's a interview series called Hey EW that comes on Sunday mornings. No. Nah. With um, oh, I can't remember that dude's name right now, but he's like one of the backstage uh, people for AEW. But his yeah. interviews are they're hilarious, because um, he kind of does like more of like a almost like sarcastic satire type interviews. Mm-hmm. But um, I can't remember that dude's name right now. I'm looking I'm looking it up right now. Mm-hmm. That dude's name. Oh, RJ RJ City. Yeah, I love RJ City. RJ City is amazing. Watch he his was- interviews, just like. Like on YouTube, just type in AEW. Hey EW. Yeah, his interviews are amazing. They're like one, they're factual, but just with his personality, they're so good. He interviewed MJF recently, and like MJF was like a total baby face through the whole thing. Yeah, and RJCD's like trying to get him like to be heel through it. He's like, "Come on, I, I expected this nice back and forth, and you're giving me nothing." He's like, "What can I say, man? I really, I really respect you." <laughs> he's the like, thing when the interview he's... ends MJF sets the hey EW sign on fire 
he used to sing like before matches on uh ESW. It was kind of awesome. Yeah. He like in like a lot of before his interviews start, he just like says something random to people. Yeah. Like uh when he interviewed he interviewed Chris Jericho on there and he was like just before he hits the on sign, he's like, I knew it was you on the mass singer, and then he just starts the interview. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, RJ City is great. Like, I love RJ City. He's from Toronto. Yeah, he's, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of them now. Like he's he's done um he did a uh, William Morrissey, you know, Big Bill. He did um he interviewed all the referees and like I, I like his one with um uh the chick who used to be Ember Moon. She's Athena now. Yeah, like. I guess her her um, move that she did in WWE in ROH it's called the O face. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Why is your move called the O face? She's like, well, what does it mean to you? He's like, well, you know. He's like, I also find myself in pain afterwards, and she just busts like she breaks character and busts out laughing. <laughs> he's, he's just one of those dudes that can like make all the serious people laugh. Yeah. When they're trying to stay in character, so it's 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 really good. It's just kind of like. With all the podcasts out and stuff, it's just it's a nice, like kind of different vibe. Yeah, let's check it out. So I love me some RJ City. He was on uh <laughs> he was on Celebrity Family Feed when they had wrestlers on there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. RJ City. He also he, he does an interview with Dalton Castle too. Like they their play off each other is really well is really good too. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah, I love the him, yeah, he used to team with uh, you know who Will Calrissian is? No, he was in ESW. He used to team with him. They were like the Peacocks. Oh, they really? Were, <laughs> they were super flamboyant. It was it was awesome. It was it was good stuff. You know, like did you ever see his match versus David Arquette? No. Yeah, there's there's like he interviewed David Arquette on here too. It's it's pretty good. And like he just he acts like he can't stand him. He's like, you ruined my wrestling career. <laughs> like, well, he's like all anybody ever talks about is me wrestling David Arquette, and I hate it. <laughs> nice, as he should. And, like David it. Arquette just still walks around with the WCW Championship. <laughs> does he? <laughs> yeah, he does. That's funny. <laughs> he's like he's sitting there. He's like he's like, would you put that shit away? <laughs> funny, David Arquette. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy. He was interesting. He's a freaking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> he put a lot of eyes on WCW, though, I guess. Even though it was for yeah, the wrong reasons. I mean, all, all the wrong reasons. Have you seen Ready to Rumble? Oh, of course. I've never seen it. Maybe I need <laughs> no, to check that either. out. Really? Oh, God, it. dude, it's amazing. I'll check that Every out. Every time he like, is about to hit somebody with a chair, he just, he just screams out foreign an object. <laughs> Check that out. I mean, like, I think I'm trying to think. I think I think DDP was the yeah DDP was the bad guy in that movie. They kind of did a Montreal screw job with this dude who was called the King. Uh huh. <laughs> nice. Very cool. They um. What's I gonna say? Uh, do you know that? Do you know the podcast Worst Possible Timeline? What no. it is. The singer from Drug Church does it, and it's like uh, they like oh, okay. they do stuff on Twitter or whatever. But they the podcast was originally a podcast about wrestling cinema, 
<laughs> like WWE cinema yeah. and stuff. So that's what they originally were doing, but they they they, they pivoted over to talking about like current events and social issues and. Yeah, there's not that many WWF movies, so you're that's gonna be a very short lived podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, re- I think it was wrestling cinema, so stuff like even Ready still, to there's only there's only so much. Yeah. There's all the Marine you know, like, movies. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna stretch that out, I mean, there's like maybe a dozen wrestling movies, maybe, and then Is that, like count in, like Hulk Hogan movies. Was he yeah. like a nanny or something? It's like yeah. the nanny suburban uh, commando suburban commando i feel like there was a space one unless that was the nanny um no he was, a, he was also a villain in one of the three ninjas movie yes he was and he was also in, i think he was uh, rocky three. Oh yeah so yeah. thunderlips yep he's in what so, i mean that's half of them right there yeah and then if you count like, like, like the Marine, the Marine like one through six or however many they've but made there's those. like but there was like a movie with Roddy Piper as a wrestler like before he became like actor Roddy Piper from like the late seventies or something. Uh, hmm. I mean, there's probably a dozen wrestling movies. Wait, but who again, were in the Marine he, movies? The first one was John Cena. I think The Miz was in one. Was it Randy Orton in one? Ted DiBiase's son, I think. Yeah, Ted DiBiase, yeah, Ted DiBiase Jr. Jr. was in one. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, this he, franchise has died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was in one. Yeah, he was hardly uh, a presence, even in wrestling. Yeah. I think he's in jail. I think he is. For, like, hey. fraud. Yeah. Like, tax fraud or something? Yeah, I think they're just pretending he doesn't exist. Like, Ted DiBiase didn't have a son. Right. <laughs> I feel like it's in one of those southern like states. Legacy down in flames. Yeah. Do you think Randy... I, I heard they, doctors like told Randy Orton he shouldn't wrestle again, and he's like ignoring it, I guess. I mean, we'll see. Like People told Edgy he shouldn't wrestle again. He wrestled again. Uh, Brian Danielson, too. Yeah, they True. were all told they shouldn't wrestle again. They're, they're back wrestling. And Paige, too. Yeah, Paige as well. WWE doctors just don't want you to wrestle. <laughs> they're going to get sued if you wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> don't want that shit. I ain't about getting sued. Well, I don't know if they could get sued because they're technically independent contractors, so... Fair. Nobody forced you to do anything. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Sir. It's like, you can't wrestle anywhere else, but, you know, we, we control everything else you do, though. <laughs> right. As wrestling, I've never, I've never understood how. That's that's some Rick James contracts. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I own you. It's weird how that is in wrestling, but yeah, it, it probably has to. Is is it that way in AEW? No, nah, man. They they wrestle wherever they pretty much feel like it. No, that's I mean, what, I mean they, they have a, they independent a contractors. Uh... I think they actually work for the company. That's why, like, people can take out maternity leave and stuff like that, and yeah. they can wrestle. They can they can do their own independent ventures, and like they're not trying to own that. Yeah. Um, and that's why they a lot of them can wrestle on the independent and stuff. Which I think that is changing, and it is starting to be a little bit more kind of like how WWE is set up. Yeah, because um, especially because they started doing house shows for AEW now. 
Yeah. So a lot of them aren't getting the independent bookings that they were before. Yeah. They kind of kind of rein that in a bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they can all still have their own, you know, independent, you know, streaming, you know, stuff like Twitch and all that. They're not trying to take ownership of that. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. All these big companies running stuff behind the scenes is, is probably going to like ruin all that anyway. So seriously. We shall see. We shall. And on that note. <laughs> All right. On that note. So um I don't know what else what else is there. Um let's quick predictions. When is Roman dropping the title? Summer or uh, the WrestleMania or before or after? Uh, I mean, how far into his I mean he's past the like a whole thousand days, right? Yeah. How far past thousand days? At least ninety days past. <sighs> I mean, I feel like WrestleMania would be the place to drop it. Uh, but I don't know if they can hold on that long. Like I don't know if they can keep it interesting that long. Yeah. I think they have a plan, they're doing the plan. I mean, I think it's going the way it's gonna go. I think. Yeah, he's over he's over a thousand days. It's like a thousand it says a thousand seventy seven plus days. And they said if if um also he has the longest combined reign at one thousand one hundred and forty one plus days. So I don't know. Wait, how long was Pedro Morales? Is th- I'm surprised Pedro Morales was a t- the champion for so long. Oh he's not and he's he's the fifth longest world champion holder, so there's still four people ahead of him. Yeah, I think Pedro Morales is one of them. Which is, one, which is weird because Pedro Morales is like a scrub. But <sighs> is Bob Backlund's I think Bob Backlund's record is is longer than that too. No, he passed Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales held the title for one thousand twenty seven days. <sighs> Man, he was a champion, like he lost uh, it in the end of end of nineteen seventy three. So when I started watching Pedro Morales, he was really old. Yeah. It says Bruno Mar- Bruno San Martino is the longest reigning champion. Two thousand yeah, eight hundred and two thousand eight hundred and three days. Jesus God, I hope. And Bob is the second longest holder. How long was Bob Backlund? Two thousand one hundred and thirty five days. They ain't gonna go another thousand days. That's and then Hulk Hogan is number three. He's gotta at least break Hulk Hogan's. How far how, how, how long is Hulk Hogan's? Uh, one thousand four hundred and seventy-four. And he will wow, he beat well, that if he gets to WrestleMania. Um, Hogan's was one thousand four hundred and seventy-four. And if you go to WrestleMania, will he beat that? What's WrestleMania's date? Doesn't isn't WrestleMania usually like April first or something? It's around there. Hold on a second. Yeah. It is. WrestleMania, no, 2024. I put WrestleMania 24. April 6th, so let's see. April 6th is 237 days away. So he can't he can't pass it by then, I don't think. Well, how many days has he been champion now? Um... I think it was like a, a thousand seventy-eight, something like that. 
somewhere in that uh somewhere in that territory. One thousand seventy seven plus two thirty seven, so he can't get the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Let's have him drop so it. Do you think that. that's what they're trying to do is have him beat Hogan? I thought they were trying to get to a thousand days. And I mean he's he surpassed that, so it's like really what else? Is especially in like the modern era of wrestling. Yeah, it's it's a really long time to have one title holder. <coughs> yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen again. No. So Although I'd like to see, I'd I'd like to see Gunther like you know have a long. I, I feel like he has to. Gunther has to drop the title. But I'd like to see him as world champion. He he fits everything that any of them would want from the higher ups. I think Gunther is ready made to feud with Cody Rose after Cody wins the title. Like yes, yeah. that's, that's happening. I could see that. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think he's a perfect person to carry the title. Yeah, yeah. And so he had, put in some serious work. Yeah, so he would need he would he would need to get 160 days past WrestleMania to beat Hogan. So that's not happening. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I, at this point, I don't know really what their their plan is. It's like I think everything will come to a head with Roman Reigns by by the next WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. I think the thousand days was like the what they wanted to do, but no one figured that out before WrestleMania. They were just like Cody's going to win. So, right. So we'll see. I think, however, for I think, I think he will drop the belt to Cody. Yeah. I just don't know when if it's if it's. It, I guess it it really depends on what The Rock wants to do. I think they're yeah, kind of yeah. still holding that that feud in the air. If if The Rock can't do it, Cody beats Roman at WrestleMania. Yeah, and that whole thing ends. If The Rock can, Cody beats Roman before that, and then it's just the Tribal Chief, you know, match at yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. All right, next next show we should have like some sort of wrestler draft. I'm not sure how we're gonna do it, but some sort of like favorite wrestler draft or something. I think that might. Now you do the the build a stable like we talked about before. All yes, right. that'd be cool. Yeah, build a stable. Yeah, build is a stable it, as a draft. We we definitely have to have like some some rules set in place for that because it's like how big can the stable be? Like how how many members can it be? Isn't the Blackpool Combat Club a little big? How big no, is there's, it? There's like there's like four dudes in that. I, was I, was say, like, I remember the like there were stables in the eighties that had upwards of like nine or ten people. I think yeah. NWO is the biggest stable of all time. Yeah. Right under that would be Well what what like that. where where's the line from stable and faction? Because NWO is definitely a faction. I don't know that it was a stable. Oh, there was okay. like no manager. They weren't really divided up. Like in my mind, the stable was set up to take over each belt. Well, okay. you had someone for each belt, whereas the NWO was just a faction that was trying to take over WCW. Right. Uh -huh. Okay, so that's that's definitely a ground rule because like when I hear stable, I thought faction too. So. Yeah, no, I feel like faction and stable are two different things. Like to me, a stable is you have you have a contingency for every belt. So if you have six people, you have one going for 
the heavyweight you have one going for whatever the intercontinental version is you have one going for whatever that third rank is you and have tag team. two going after tag team and then any of them can form up a three-man to take the three-man tag team belt if you know if the promotion has one right yeah you know and a manager who doesn't wrestle like the the nwo didn't have a manager that didn't wrestle well i guess bischoff eventually became that Ted DiBiase was in there at one point too. Yeah, I guess Rick Rude was for a minute too, wasn't he? So yeah, what's the Nexus F faction? Off the, rails. <laughs> the Nexus yeah. F faction. Nexus was the what, what, what was Nexus? Remember they people won the, the who were in the first NXT season. They attacked the WWE. Oh, that's a faction. Yeah. That was a faction. Especially because Wade Barrett was like the vocal leader, and he was. Like the the head champion of that group, so they yeah, fucked that if you up. Have a number of if if you have a number of people going against the the like the promotion, that's a faction. Yeah, we can talk about that next time. Like how they how they mess up that 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 angle, like that storyline. Like that could have been so good. <laughs> Dude, even Daniel Bryan was in that original Nexus group, and he got he actually got fired from the WWE because he was too violent. Yeah. And then he came back like on his own. <laughs> he came back as a like as a baby face, and he was like in the tag team with like well, John Cena. He, he was Brian when he when he was in Nexus in that in, invasion attack. Like he was Brian Danielson, and like Ryback was in that group, but he was like Kip something. Uh, Bray Wyatt was in that group as whatever uh, Husky Harris or Husky something. Husky Harris, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was wait? What was uh, Ryback's name in that? Like, like it was something. something. What the hell was it? It was it was a bad name. It was a horrible name. I, I, it probably actually was his real name. It was. <laughs> you know, he's legally it, changed his name to Ryback. <laughs> Ryback Allen Reeves. Come on, man. Yeah. Skip um, Sheffield. Skip Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, dude, that's like such a that's such a British name. Like you you had no business with that name. Skip yeah, Ryback. Right <laughs> Old Ryback. So he wants to wrestle uh what's his face in his retirement match. Goldberg? Goldberg, yeah. Honestly, that's the only match that makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well. All right. So we're gonna cut this up. I don't know. We'll see. All right, gentlemen. All right. All right. Peace in the Have Middle East. Night. All right, I'll see you. See you later. All right. Cool. Too sweet. Too sweet. I'm <laughs> tired now. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Good night. <laughs> Good night.